Heresy and betrayal. These are the words being used to describe the treachery of the war master Horus and his three brothers, Mortarian, Fulgrim and Angron, against the innocent hive world of Istvan III. Once a flourishing planet, now a wasteland, desolate and lifeless, after the Emperor's favoured son unleashed the Imperium's greatest weapon, the deadly Life Eater Virus. However, all is not lost. Some valiant legionaries survive the onslaught thanks to some quick thinking and a timely warning. Hidden deep within a bunker, under the Coral City, these legionnaires broadcast the truth across the galaxy. Forever hunted, they have vowed to broadcast as long as possible and remain free. Radio Free Istvan. What's going on, Radio Free Istvan listeners, and welcome to the first... Break the glass episode. I think that's what we're gonna call it. Just, <laughs> just the good old fashioned break the glass. If you're ever in an emergency where all your podcasts are out of, uh, I don't know. I guess you, you, you've, you've burned through them so quick, and you just need something to listen to, some sweet voices. Uh, we're we're throwing together this episode for you uh, from RFI, a 30k horse heresy podcast. My name is Michael, and I've got two co-hosts today. Uh, first off. The one you're used to, Ryan. Go and say what's up, Ryan. What's going on, everybody? And then uh, we got a little special guest, Mr. Zach from TFL Live and a whole bunch of other stuff. What's up, guys? On location in Indiana. Yeah, I went to Ryan. (laughs) Although you're like not even close to him right now. You all are both recording out of Indiana and like y'all are an hour apart. Like, right? Right, yeah, he's in Indianapolis right now. You're in Indy, right? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he's in Indianapolis. We're in the same general area. It's all it's all good, but we we got a chance to hang out today. It's all good. Yeah, he's one county one county away. You uh, you're looking all fucking like badass and in your office setup over there in the office center of the hotel, looking like you got important business you're trying to take care of at ten thirty seven on a Monday. Yeah, like I'm burning the midnight oil. People come in here and say, oh, shit, that guy is like super serious on his computer in the business center. And uh, really, uh, I'm just talking some heresy and bullshit. Dude, but, uh, whenever yeah. when, you should like you should go like up to the main counter and be like, can you all get me a uh, right now? Can you get me exchange rate for yen, please? Like as soon as you can, my computer, I can't get on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just make yourself sound real right. legit. And they're looking at your shirt yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Oh. Your, your printer's out of toner. I need a. I need all the exchange rates. I need time zones for all the west. For, <laughs> God, hurry! Your Go Wi-Fi is garbage. Eastern Seaboard. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Crossroads Games is, but that's where he works. And I apparently they do international trading. I don't know. He needs freshly ground horseradish. <laughs> He'll get that joke. I, I, I knew that was going to come back. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> so by the way listeners out there uh this episode has no fucking like direction to it it's really just gonna be talking the entire time i'm probably gonna be searching shit on the internet and on reddit and bringing it up and talking about like cool shit that i've been looking into and jazz like that there's absolutely uh, i mean <laughs> there's no fucking i just direction. i just wanted to talk about like everybody's uh Christmas. Just get that out of the way, so we don't have to do it on our normal I think, episode. I think Unless Zach you want to do it on. I think Zach had the best Christmas. Like, if you really, yeah. Yeah, uh, I replenished my socks and underwear. You know, the use that's usually pretty good. And uh, there was a couple other things involved in that. I don't think anybody saw it. I, I was real low key about it. I should have probably spread the word a little bit more about my Christmas. I was totally caught off guard. 
<laughs> and y'all assholes apparently knew like the whole time. I knew. How, you, how would y'all? How would y'all keep a straight face around me? I knew. I knew when I was in Indiana. Ryan knew whenever I was in Indiana. That's I how, knew. That's how far back for that because Samson Samson sent me pictures and goes, "Hey, look at these warhounds or look at these titans I'm painting for okay. Zach." Okay. Okay. Well, for for all y'all that 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 didn't know or or weren't weren't privy, I posted some pictures up on the South Texas Forest Heresy 30K page, and uh, basically, uh, like for Christmas, like we did like a gift exchange, like a like uh, was it White Elephant or we draw names or whatever, and apparently Josh got me. Like everybody knew who had them, and Josh is like a like a schoolgirl, like giggling every time he sees me or whatever. Apparently him and uh, my wife conspired behind my back and uh, show up with uh, Christmas Eve with me. They make me close my eyes or everything like that. And, uh, and as uh, they tell me to open my eyes and there are these gorgeous fucking warlord and warhound Titan painted beautifully by black label painting and David Sampson. It was, it was fucking insane it was i don't know i i i i immediately just my pants i had to change my pants i had to go i had to go run to the bathroom because it was it was too much but it was it was incredible and all these assholes knew apparently the whole time oh man i'm still i'm still reeling like uh i didn't know what did you did you like did you have any like what did you think it was gonna be like i know you had like at at some point yeah, I know my I know my wife, and my wife goes all out. She she like, you know, she can't. She's over the top. Hang anyway. on, just a second, Zach. Turn your headphones down, Monty. I think it's your headphones. We're getting an echo. Oh, I'm not getting that. Good. Okay, so my wife always goes over the top in everything that she does, and so I I kind of knew, and I knew that she had she had talked to Josh because uh, I knew that Josh was like <laughs> that Josh was a. Uh, you know, he was all giggly and he's like, can't wait to see you get, bro, like shit like that. And so I knew there was something going on. And honestly, because he has a warlord and a warhound, I was like, maybe there'll be a reaver or whatever. And I wasn't expecting anything painted. So I was probably like, like I was thinking best case scenario, it's like an unpainted reaver or whatever. So I was like, I was fully kind of ready for that. And they fucking just blew that out of the water. Man, so good. If y'all hadn't seen it, uh, I'm sure, like, David Sampson posted several pictures on a Black Label painting and, like, spiky bits and everything of his Warlord Titan that was painted with, a, like, a blue, blue, black, and white kind of, uh, almost like a digital camo, kind of uh, urban camo style. I'm sure y'all seen it. It looks fucking badass. It's got several different, several different plates for different patterns, checkers, and stripes, and it was incredible. Yeah, they look they look really good. We can put it. Uh, we'll put them up on our Facebook too. Yeah, dude, we can throw that picture of uh, Zach's O face back on the a Facebook page where he's cupping <laughs> the Warhounds balls. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like uh, that's that's how you grab a Warhound or a Warlord <laughs> uh, or something. They're like there was real. I was very scared to touch it. Like I, I don't want to. It's like I want to cuddle it like a baby because i'm afraid i drop it you know like don't forget to support the head you know because those <laughs> things like I, I, I would do something like that i would i would totally i don't know knock it over dude i do you remember whenever like oh it was like so like uh uh i guess 
I don't know what the word I'm taboo. I took a picture, like a, one of the work in progress pictures, and I threw it on the uh, TFL originals, like that you were in. And you, I was like, I was like, dude, these checkers, man. Like it was of your your warlord, and like you were like, yeah, man, those checkers are sharp. Like everybody's like talking. I was like, yeah, he'll never know. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> assholes. <laughs> oh man, y'all got me. Y'all got me real good. Like that's fucking nuts. I was I was totally caught off guard. That was insane. That's super exciting. Now and and you're in the mega battle for Adepticon, right? Yes, and I should know. Like that that's part of the thing that Josh did too, because he was like, just just sign up for everything, man, just in case. Like maybe you could just get in, you know, maybe you could give that spot up or whatever. Like to just sign up for it. But really, apparently, the whole time, he, you know, he knew that was the whole plan all along. Get all in the mega battle. <laughs> yeah. So so now I just now I have to worry about transporter getting all that stuff to to Adepticon. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Hey, I, I just realized it, Monty. If you wanna if you're playing in the Mega Battle too, aren't you? Aren't you signed up for the competitive? Uh I have a I have a yeah, I have a spot in the Mega Battle. I, I don't really have anything that I could play, to be honest with you. Well I have the I have that one Blood Angel super heavy you can borrow with all the assault cannons on it that's fully painted. Oh yeah. <laughs> That'll be like Super fun to play against all the D. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it'll get smashed, but it's it gives you one big tank to play that's fully painted. What is it, a, a Stormhammer? It's a Bane Blade. Uh, yeah, it's the Strength. Oh. No, it's the Strength 10. Uh, it's the Storm Blade, the one with the Strength 10 AP1, because I converted it over. Okay. Because oh, yeah, you got a Hellhammer. Yeah, which isn't. Then they changed it to where you can yeah. run the Storm Blade. So oh, wait, isn't it Storm Sword? Storm Blade. Storm, Storm Sword, Sword yeah. yeah. It's a Strength 10 AP1 ignores cover. The big Typhon. Yeah, the giant Typhon with all the assault cannons from everywhere on it. Yeah. Dude, Ryan, he sounds so good. Like, I just need to let, like, he, he, like, completely different, like, sounds like, uh, like Joe Rogan level, like, microphone right now. Joe is Rogan that, level. Is that the standard? Is that the, uh, it's pretty the up comparison? There, what does Joe Rogan use? Like, not not what we use. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure he uses the best shit. He's like the most popular podcast in the world. So, <sighs> right yeah. on. So uh, we just went to uh, Ryan. Uh, took me around around town today. Like he came pick me up. We drove around Indianapolis. Showed me the sights. It's pretty nice. It was lovely. Good night. <laughs> Did kiss open mouth? Good nice little. On, on the on the lips. Just, yeah, was, I showed him. Was, I showed him the world's the world's largest Christmas tree. That's yeah. not a Christmas tree. Wait, what? It was soft. The uh, soldiers and sailors monument downtown, the big oh, monument okay. I was telling okay. you about. Okay, they yeah. string lights from the very peak of it all the way down at an angle. Where at nighttime, when it's dark from a distance, it lights up and it looks like a big tree. And they call it the world's largest Christmas tree, even though it's not a tree. <laughs> did he take you on a magic carpet when he showed you that <laughs> like, it felt it, it felt like it, it felt, we went around it a couple times i almost I rented thought, a carriage there's carriage rides downtown i almost <laughs> rented a carriage the carriage by the canal maybe do some paddle boats you know i didn't think the night could get any better but that, that might have did <laughs> i could show you the world we could we could feed the ducks and then feed the geese <laughs> that's fucking fantastic i'm gonna take him to get a debella sub tomorrow very good 
It's very solid sub. Actually, Zach, when you're in there, note the customer service. That's actually what like the sub was good, but the customer service like it like it floored me, dude. It fucking floored me. Yeah. When that when the when the owner of the the place said, "No, man, take a load off." Like he goes, "Do you need napkins?" And uh, Ryan's like, I'll j- "Yeah, I can grab a napkin in a minute. That's fine." He goes, "No, man, take a load off. You're on my time." And he like walks and like gets napkins, and, like brings them over. It's like, "Wow, thank you, sir." It's insane. <laughs> so, so the the planned trip in my head is to take him to go get Debella's tomorrow. I got to work tomorrow, so I'm gonna take him to go get uh, Debella's uh, tomorrow, and then um, on Sunday we'll uh, Wednesday. Or sorry, yeah, Wednesday we'll uh, go get a tenderloin at the uh, diner, and then we're gonna get some uh, Mother Bear's pizza in the evening. Mother Bear's pizza. What a uh, yeah. what are you gonna do while Ryan's at work? You gonna go to that badass comic book shop or what? I already took him over to Comic Book University today just to check it out. Oh, dude, all the glass yeah, doors and shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah the, yeah. the place was set up fucking sweet like uh yeah i really like their their setup like they put a lot of money into the that place uh like it looked like um you know was that that couldn't have been like something else no that like, was they only probably just that. like made that yeah you know like like a lot of places or a lot of comic book shops that i've seen it's just like they took something else like my shop used to be a church <laughs> like they used to hold like they used to hold like services in there or whatever and now it's like it's weird. We have like a converted church for a comic book shop, but you know, nothing. Nothing usually starts off like that because it takes a lot of capital, I guess. But that place is really nice. And uh, there's, a, I don't know, there's a game store next door. Like I'm right next to the mall. Like I'm downtown, so I mean, I'll find something to do. I'll go walk around. Uh, well, I told him he could. It's supposed to be fairly nice out. He can walk the canal tomorrow. I showed him where the Idlejord Museum's at. It's like a native american art museum and it's really cheap to get into it's kind of by where he's staying and it's by the canal so you can walk the canal and then go to the museum i actually looked to see if there was a uh, pacer game tomorrow i was going to buy you some pacer tickets so you could you and your wife could go to the game but they're out they're uh, playing the wizards um on wednesday so they're out of town right now yeah my wife my wife probably wouldn't like basketball games like we, we go see the spurs uh maybe i don't think she'd like to she doesn't even like to go to the spurs i'll go with my father-in-law well but, uh, me and you could have went then or you could have went on your on your own but you're right you're he's staying uh where the way our downtown set up the football stadium the baseball stadium and the basketball stadium are all like five blocks from each other yeah and i have a car anyway so i mean yeah we got a car so Whatever. Well, and as you saw today, like all the stores downtown are connected through skywalks and door. Like you could yeah, walk a long I'll, way I'll, inside without even having to go outside. Yeah, Indianapolis is pretty pretty nice. I like it. I like it. It looks like older, like more. I don't know, good art, like older style architecture. Yeah, kind of Art Deco. Hey, uh, were, were you like amazed at the lack of like one of the biggest things when I was like downtown Indy was the lack of traffic at like <laughs> fucking. What time were we there, Ryan? Like what? Two or three? Yeah, because it was right before I took you to the airport. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. around two o'clock. Two o'clock, yeah, lack of traffic, just nothing. We didn't have any traffic. And it's like in the middle of like, you know, holiday season. I thought it would be a lot worse. Uh, you yes, know, being right here. Christmas. I did almost, I think I, I saw like some uh, some domestic abuse like 
I think this like a, a fight almost broke out right outside. I was waiting for you out in the corner. Just kind of thought yeah. I'd walk around and see what's going on. And uh, and this like I I was standing by like a magazine rack or whatever. And this guy's walking by, and he's like, he looks back at this girl that's following him. He's like, "Why you quit following me, bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> and then and of course she's like, she's like. I ain't following you. But of course she was like following him the whole time. And like they disappear around the corner and then they walk around the same corner and he's still yelling at her. She's following him. It was hilarious. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, might, I might get to witness some, some, some hate crime, some crime going on. <laughs> you were right out that. <laughs> you were out of cop mode. So you're like egging them on. You're like, yeah, but you won't yeah, hit him. No, bet you won't hit him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Oh, you you, you want to know on? what, you want to know what I was thinking the whole time here. I'm thinking that, Zach is going to experience a crazy German hostage situation in a, in his hotel since he's a active duty police officer that's currently on a Christmas vacation in another city, and we're uh, going to have a John McClane moment where he's going to have to Christmas tape a gun to his back. And I didn't even think about that. Like I'm sitting here, <laughs> like fist with my toes right now. Yeah, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna call the babysitter. Is, is she okay? Is my daughter okay? I need to. <laughs> Uh, Dude, I didn't even think about that. I'm like John McClane right now. Yeah, straight up. Hmm. That could happen. That could totally happen. I need to be extra vigilant now. Zach Vigilante in Indianapolis. <laughs> You're starting, starting <laughs> to pick fights and shit with people. Yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be some German some German dude that's gonna sit next to you in the office center and he's not gonna realize that. You're listening in on his. Like uh, Indianapolis, that's what I was telling him. Indiana was like uh, settled by Germans, so almost everybody here is of German descent. So I mean, it's like three. We're already three quarters of the way to straight diehard. <laughs> Some guy's gonna be next to Zach, going nine, nine, nine. nine. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's gonna be like, I don't know what he's saying, but <laughs> I'm gonna get the excuse toast. <laughs> He had the detonators. <laughs> okay. So what's on the list? <laughs> We're reverting back to the list. What's on the list? So I was just wanting to talk about what we did for Christmas. What did you do for Christmas, Michael? Uh, I do what I did every year. I go to my grandparents' house because it's my grandpa's birthday on Christmas Eve. So we go there and uh, we recreated our like childhood photos and stuff like that. I and saw those. Did you see my little brother, dude? Like how massive my little brother has gotten. Yeah, it was like it, it like wasn't even it, like he wasn't even in the picture or whatever. You're just like holding on to some legs. Yeah, some legs. He yeah, like the, he looked like the John Wooden sculpture. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Yeah, that's my that's my little brother. That's my ba- that's my baby brother. My little baby baby brother. So yeah, no, we uh, we did all that and we hung out with our cousins. Did like the whole gift exchange thing, dude. For the gift exchange this year, right? I got two fucking Pyrex sets of like Tupperware, glass Tupperware. And I was like, you don't eat, like, this is like the most adult present I've ever gotten in my life, but it's fucking <laughs> badass. Like, I'm so happy right now. Like, all the Pyrex. And then, uh, my brother in law was like, do you know they haven't, like, uh, they haven't tempered Pyrex since like the 1980s, so it's like not boilproof. And I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, it'll what? totally shatter on your ass." I'm like, "Thanks, thanks, brother-in-law." 
<laughs> like, yeah, like, for being a total <laughs> But, like, that's the kind of information that you throw yeah. around. Like, that's, like, like nobody keeps that in their head unless it fucked them up, like, in the past at one point. Like, like, like that's, he's like, hey, just don't, don't boil water and then put it in the bowls. You'll fuck your world up. Does he say that as he, like, casually rolls up his sleeve and he's got, like, third-degree burn scars on his arm? Yeah, it, right. says, it says <laughs> rubber made for life. Like in, yeah. a, like in a tattoo. <laughs> so, but no, I did that. I did that Christmas Eve, and then uh, Christmas Day, I go to my parents' house and they make uh, ribeyes and crab legs every year. Wow! And, and so, uh, had my ribeyes and crab legs, and passed the fuck out. Like I was like, you cannot just, you cannot gorge that much kind of like different two types of like end of the meat spectrum and not expect to die afterwards so played uh, passed the fuck out and then played some skyrim later that evening so yeah that's what i did got Very a drill nice. a drill yeah ryobi ryobi drill i was uh i was drilling my drop pod doors earlier nice yeah i always just borrow my dad's and so he just bought me one he's like here's your christmas present stop borrowing mine <laughs> Thanks, I gave, Dad. <laughs> I gave one of those away for Christmas this year. Was it the drill slash uh, what do you call it combo? The drill driver combo? Circular saw. Oh, driver. Oh. No, it, it was just a drill, but it came with a little construction radio that was that you can connect your phone to via Bluetooth and play your i your phone through the little construction radio. My dad's gifts garbage. <laughs> <laughs> All I got was a drill. Yeah, I got, I got. Well, it's a drill slash uh, impact combo. So, okay, pretty badass, pretty fucking sweet. Fine, do say so myself. Like I said, I was drilling those drop pod bay doors earlier. Got all this shit everywhere now. Anyway, what you would would you do, Ryan? What was your Christmas like? So I I've been off for four days because. Uh, the way my company works, if a if a holiday falls on a weekend that you would be off normally, the you basically get the because you always get the the holiday off, but it just gets pushed to either the day before or the day after the weekend. So right. because Christmas Eve and Christmas fell on Saturday and Sunday, um, I was off Friday Friday and and today, so I was really off four days. So on Friday, since I wasn't doing nothing, I called up. Uh, my buddy Scott and Chris, they're both um, retired um, out of the Army, so they didn't have anything going on. And uh, Scott came up here to uh, pick up. He had I had some Christmas gifts for his brother that he was getting off of me, so he had to come up here and get those anyway. So we went out to lunch together, and uh, Scott brought his wife up, so we all went out to eat uh, for lunch. And then Scott and his wife went back home, and... Chris came over here and uh, we just hobbied and bullshitted. I built uh, an Avenger Strike Fighter while we were bullshitting. We just did whatever. I forget what he was working on. Um, oh, he he needed some bits to build. I had a bunch of bits for he was wanting to build some type of Iron Hands Pravian, and he was he's playing Blood Bowl, so he needed some bits for his uh, Nurgle Blood Bowl army. So we dug through my bits, and he was working on that while I was building that Avenger. What then do you, on what do you, yeah, I'm just curious. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, you're what, fine. What, 
what do you think kind of bits are are Pravian specific? Like like uh, like a Cortex controller, or you know, is that it, or like what? What do you um, really? So what I what do you, really what think I gave, you could do like I gave him a Mark III like comms backpack, like the Nuncio Vox backpack, but we just like cut okay. the antenna off, look more techy. And then um, yeah. I have you can have like bionic arms and bionic legs where they look like a little more Robo Man. And then um, I had these heads. I forget where they came from, but it's a helmetless head. But the bottom half of the head looks like it's augmented. It's got like some wires and shit. Um, it may have came from like the iron the the Iron Hands, like, upgrade head kit or something. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But it looked pretty cool. And then what else? There was something else on there. Oh, um, the bolt gun that the guy has, because you have the Cortex designator, which is, like, a fancy, essentially, yeah. like, laser sight that helps the robots out if he hits first. We made, yeah. like, a little laser sight out of uh, oh, cool. a scope um, from one of the 40K plastic kits include that on the bolt gun. Okay. Hmm. Right on. Sorry, so, sorry to interrupt. I was just I no, was you're kidding. fine. So, so he built. He was working on that while I was working on my Avenger, and I got my Avenger built, and he got that built. Um, then on Saturday, we went over to. It was like kind of like my family Christmas party. Uh, we went over and surprised my grandmother because we had something scheduled the weekend before, and it got canceled because she was sick. Just didn't feel very well. Didn't want to do it. So she didn't think we were really having a Christmas thing this year. So we all just like showed up at her house unannounced and brought food and just surprised her. And uh, then just like brought presents for like little stuff for everybody. So uh, you can see if you if you're friends with me on Facebook, you can go and see the ultra depressing video of her crying because we gave her this gift like Christmas is supposed to be all happy and stuff. And we gave her this picture and it got like so serious so quick like so quiet like she started like bawling her eyes out if you can watch that video without crying uh good luck but i'm like way to bring the mood down grandma like this is supposed to be happy like we gave you presents <laughs> way to way to be a, such a buzzkill me ma <laughs> gam, so it's, gam. <laughs> it's it's pretty funny um it's it's actually pretty cool so we gave her we all got basically what happened was my wife uh, knows this lady that does photography. She used to uh, have a photography studio right next to my wife's cake shop, and she ended up moving out and does it out of her home now. But uh, all my cousins, basically all my grandmother's grandkids, uh, we went with our spouses and had uh, like really nice pictures taken and had like some really cool like family photos of all the grandkids made and gave her uh, like a big. The way the lady printed it, she printed it like on a canvas where it looks like almost like it's painted or whatever, but it's a photograph. And um, you still there, Michael? Yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm just uh, grabbing okay. this one real quick. That's I'm fine. Just, I'm, just, I'm just masturbating. Real yeah. Quick. Ignore so, that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we gave her that, and that was pretty cool. My the One of the funniest things I got there, my sister gave me – she found some company that makes like custom Christmas sweaters – and so I got one of Santa, but he's a centaur, and he's like all ripped instead of like fat. So it's like really muscular Santa as a centaur. That's that's um, all. I saw the pictures. That, that thing looks looks crazy. I like that. It's pretty funny. And then my wife got one that's got like all the famous internet cats, like Grumpy Cat, like all these like cats like making weird faces, and it's got bells sewn all over it. So when you want, it's ridiculous. So, um, we got those. Uh, 
I gave my sister uh, Blood Bowl. Her and her boyfriend play a lot of board games, so I gave them Blood Bowl in the season one book. So, and they live they live in Greenwood, Zach, which is that town we drove through. So there's a game store that's right by that comic book university that's running a Blood Bowl league that's going to last for 16 weeks, just like an actual football season. That's cool. So, so they're doing preseason right now. So it's they're going to have four weeks of preseason and then 16 weeks of regular season. Damn. It didn't Derek want to run a, a Blood Bowl league? Yeah, dude. He's like 100% down to run a Blood Bowl league. I will be in that league. No, someday, I guess. I've got like so, all my heads in, but I ordered from this company called uh, Cool Cool Mix Mini or something like that. Like they're pretty well known for selling their uh, Blood Bowl. Like I don't know, they, they do like Blood Bowl and they do that fantasy football. I think it's like the same thing, but oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, so like I ordered my stuff from them, but it's coming from Spain. They got some Hiles from them, and so. It is taking for fucking ever to get here. So uh, ho- hopefully they get good use out of that. And I told them about that league, so maybe they'll go, you know, play in it or whatever. So after that, we came back, and um, it was already, like, me and my wife, we always stay up late anyway. So it got to midnight. We were like, hey, man, it's midnight. It's already Christmas. You want to just go ahead and open our gifts? And then we can just sleep in tomorrow. We don't have to worry about getting up and be pressured to get up early. <laughs> and um, so she was like, yeah. So we ended up opening our Christmas gifts at midnight on like the minute we could. Yeah. So um, I thought that was pretty cool. So I got a, I don't know if I sound any different to you guys, but this is the first thing we recorded with my new um, podcasting equipment. Uh, she got my wife contacted uh, Michael and he gave her a list of stuff I needed to like some fancier recording stuff. So I got this fancy, fancy, uh, boom for my microphone and this, uh, mixer. I don't, what do you call this, Michael? This little magic box here that I'm recording through. Yeah. What USB, would you call USB mixer, USB mixer. And then Michael sent me this microphone a while back, but I didn't have the proper, uh, setup to use it. So I'm using this mic that he, uh, gave me as a gift. And the other thing I got is this really sweet, uh, hobby lamp. It's called a, an ot light it's like an led desk lamp that's like super high lumens and it's like more like natural daylight light and it's got a uh iphone charger built into it which is what i'm charging my iphone on right now so basically up my command and control center here in my basement where i do all my podcasting hobbying got updated which is pretty cool oh yeah man and then the other Moving thing that she got me that was badass was so we do the uh, that Australian cultural exchange package thing that I sent to Australia. Um, and then we're going to start doing them for the other podcasts. So she's been helping me do that. Like She'll do some of the research with me because she's big into food and she actually liked the idea of that. So for Christmas, she found this company that essentially does that like on a worldwide scale. So you can sign up for, you like become a member of this, you know, website. And every month they send you a box of snacks from a different country. So I got a box of snacks from Indonesia and I got a box of snacks from Germany (laughs) and they come with these really cool little uh, pamphlets that have like all the snacks listed in them and gives like a history of the snacks, um, why they chose to put these snacks in there, kind of what they taste like, like their cultural significance of where they come from and stuff like that. 
So the Indonesian so ones they're like scorpions. Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like a bunch of brush bug. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it actually like mass produced? Like stuff yeah, that's like yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like packaged legit, and it's like uh, it's packaged very much like junk food is here. It just has like obviously, you know, odd names, and it's stuff that we don't have here. Smaller portions. Um, the the vast majority of it's actually pretty good. Um, there was a few things that are like, how the fuck does anyone eat this? Like, what what are you doing? This tastes like feet. <laughs> like, no one should be eating this. <laughs> you just insulted a whole country, Ryan. <laughs> I didn't say which country it was from. It's, it has it to like, come from one of these two. Some people like feet, you know? Some okay. people like feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was pretty cool. So this will give us like some good... Um, podcasting material because whenever i get a new snack box in we can talk about it on the podcast it'll be pretty cool it's like it's like the loot crate but for fucking like uh food from international international food right all you international foodies out there so then um on actual on actual christmas morning no 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 no. read read the read the cookie thing to zach don't don't drink the paint water don't drink the paint water okay so this cookie thing, so this German one, so I had to, like, I didn't, you you know that, you know, there was, Germany was split in two after World War II, and half was yep. communist, and half yep. was, like, East Germany was communist, West Germany was, you know, westernized, and they had the, the Berlin Wall or whatever. And if you don't right. know that, podcast listeners, <laughs> it was a pretty big deal. Yeah, it was, <laughs> kind of, it was a thing. So this company was originally in East Germany, so... um the company who so these cookies are called uh, Russish uh, Brat. It's R U S S I S C H, and then that's one word, and then the second word is Brat B R O T. So, the company who makes them survived an incredibly difficult political environment. In 1957, the East German government forced the owners of the company to surrender 94% ownership to the government. Under government ownership, one of the workers. Dr. Harmut uh, Quint was told to invent a machine that would increase production of the cookies. He built the machine and increased the production by 200%. In 1989, the Berlin Wall fell and the West Germans declared that the East German factory was no longer up to code uh, now that they were in control of the entire country. The machine invented by Dr. Quint was then sold uh, to another cookie factory in West Germany. Uh, that factory quickly closed, and the Russia's brought cookie uh, stopped being produced. Dr. Quint, who is now unemployed, asked his fellow unemployed co-workers to join him on a thrilling mission to salvage his machine from West Germany. He drove a truck to the factory and took the machine, and after two years, he resumed baking the Russia's brought. Um, of course, there's a happy ending to this story, as it's now one of the most well-loved cookies in Germany. Hmm. So, nice. That is a happy ending. I was kind of feeling bad for the guy. You got a, you got a raw deal, right on. Like surely, so, surely, like there's a movie behind that. Like, yeah, m- yes, maybe you might have to do like a little bit of like a little bit of playing up the part, you know, like <laughs> have yeah. him shot at while he's like trying to steal it's, it, <laughs> steal it back. It's but, no, uh, uh, it's no. Um, hive mind jellyfish you know attack but you know there's a movie in there somewhere <laughs> it's no it's no boy in the striped pajamas but you know <laughs> so on actual christmas glad, glad morning, you listen to the movie pitch though zach 
Yeah, I do. I, I, I dig it. I got some. I got some ideas. <laughs> got some notes. <laughs> so on actually yeah, Christmas morning, we slept in, and my wife made us like biscuits and gravy, which is a very to me it's a very Midwest thing. She made it with the sausage gravy. It was fucking damn good. I sent a picture to Michael like. Because I, Michael had just said something the day before about wishing he was had some biscuits and gravy or something, so I had to send him the picture, and he said he was going to make it the uh, my like his his my background his background baby. on his phone so he could stare at biscuits and gravy all the time. Is is Indiana considered the Midwest? Oh yeah, because, because like, well, if you if you take the United States and you cut it right down the middle, yeah. What? That's like Indiana. Indiana's not on the west. Well, right? Yeah. Well, but they I, I, consider yeah, it looks, yeah, it because the, we were actually talking about biscuits and gravy earlier, and uh, we were we were actually at this conversation. So yeah, I think looks, I think what they mean by that, Zach, is if you look at the United States, the the states on the eastern seaboard are really small. So the number of states in the east, there's quite a few, and then as you go west, the states well, get larger. Well, no doubt. I mean, I, I I get it. It's it's west, it's west of east. But, like, I mean, I can't think that Indiana's like the heartland, as opposed to like you know. Well, maybe well, the maybe of America, bro. We're the crossroads of America. Maybe it was the called best. maybe it was called the Midwest before the uh, before, before like the, the before the West was discovered. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before the California Gold Rush, what are we yeah, talking here? Yeah, before California Gold Rush. <laughs> like really, that's west. When you when you when you go past Indiana, you fall off the planet. You're. you're... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so that so Christmas Day we did that, and then um, I've had this chair. So when we first moved in this house, this house is six years old. We bought some furniture, and it came with this free uh, like feigning sofa, and we've had it in my basement forever. Michael saw it. Like he may have I don't even know if he remembers it, but um the one in your living room? Yeah, he's pointing at the thing. No, it's downstairs <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> yeah, um, dude. That's... <laughs> Google Google Midwest. Google Midwest and and look at what states it says. I'm just well, saying, I mean, like, I would you, just, I mean, there's no... like a line like right up here. <laughs> I don't I don't have to tell him. I don't have to tell him. It's so he's really <laughs> It's so east. It's so it's, it's so logical. Well, just just Google it. It's I didn't make it up. No, we, we uh, know. So, like I, I definitely know I, I, I get you. I get you. Yeah. It's just it's just not geographically correct. I get it. <laughs> so we've had this chair and it's it's brand new. It still had the tags and shit on it. It's six years old, but it's brand new. If that makes any sense. So no, nobody's farted in it. <laughs> I showed I showed Zach where my uh, mother and father in law just bought a house like right up the road. So yep. we took that chair over there the other day <laughs> and uh, gave that to them. And I was te- my father-in-law had me dying laughing because he's, you know, they're like in their 60s. And we take this chair in and set it down. And he's all like, he goes, thanks, Dad. It's really nice of you to uh, help out some young kids that don't have any, you know, furniture. <laughs> <laughs> he went into this big spiel like, like I was helping him out and giving him, like, furniture out of my house, you know, like because they don't have anything. It's pretty a futon. I was going to throw you a futon there. <laughs> <laughs> So we did that, but the my favorite thing on actual Christmas Day, my little white dog that's insane, Willow. Mm-hmm. We let her out first thing in the morning when we got up and decided. Me and my wife decided we've never seen this dog actually sleep. We were just talking about that. 
this dog, we've never actually physically looked at this dog with our own eyes and it's been asleep. Right. So we were like, we're keeping it out of the cage. We're going to take it in shifts. We're going to play with her all day long where she's so exhausted she has to go to sleep. Guess what? She didn't go to sleep. Well, we had her up for like 14 straight hours running around. And when that dog is up, it's not like she's just up and like laying down sitting. She never sits. She's constantly moving. So 14 hours of like running around, like what what would be playing for a normal dog is her normal. So 14 hours and she's running around doing this like slow blinking thing. Like she really wants to go to sleep. So we went and got her car carrier out of my wife's car that she normally keeps in there and brought it into our bedroom and put her in that car carrier in our bedroom. And we finally got to see her like asleep. So we've owned her for over a year and it was the first time we actually saw her asleep with her own eyes. That dog was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get in so much trouble. Like, you know, when like a dog pees in the wrong room, they know it. So she's like, oh, man, I'm going to sleep in the wrong room. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> and then she woke up at four in the morning and I had to go put her back in her. I went and let her out and then I had to go put her back in her normal pen in the guest bedroom. I don't know, man. That's pretty crazy. You finally got to see her sleep after a year. So that was that was entertaining. Uh, hey, hey! Speaking of speaking of of Willow, you reminded me. Like, I just wanted to look it up on the Willow Two, uh, the sequel, rumored cast. I'm just looking it up. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 that uh, Val Kilmer, Warwick Davis, and Joanne Wally as Sorsha are, are all rumored to be involved in the sequel. So, like, is Val Kilmer going to lose weight, or is he just going to be like fat ass bald Val Kilmer? I don't know. Like. Warwick First Davis off, is pretty that's old, rude. <laughs> like Val Kilmer can drop the weight if he needed to. I think he's well, got. That's what I'm saying. I think. He's I mean, got I like Val Kilmer. Like he was one of my. Like he's always been such a cool. Like he's always in cool movies. Like he was one of those guys thought, that you really couldn't point to like shit movies that he was in. I thought you were gonna say he's your best, your favorite Batman, which I would. Not. No, that was probably the worst <laughs> movie he was in, and but I mean that's like. I mean, there's not that many good Batman movies. Like, more Batman movies are bad than are good. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, I think it's an accurate statement. I'll go with that. Dude, maybe they'll, like, they'll like Carrie Fisher him like they did in Rogue One. Where, <laughs> like, it's just, like, his voice, like, his face. <laughs> she looked like she was, like, a... Like, she looked like a... Like a... Like a, like a dummy. Like, like, not moving the mouth. Like, or that she was a ventriloquist. Like talking, but she wasn't moving her mouth. I think she. Had, I think it's the Botox. I was telling my friend. I was like, I was like, man, she looks like she has a fatter face. And then uh, she told me she's like, no, go go watch New Hope. Like she had a fatter face in New Hope. And I was like, oh, and like we saw New Hope like right as we left the movie theaters on my house. And I was like, oh yeah, she does have a fatter face in New Hope because she was way younger in New Hope. So, yeah, maybe they'll do that in, in Willow too. The willowing. The willowing. <laughs> You all great. Um, yeah, we went. We finally got to go see. Uh, Josh and I got finally got to go see Rogue One on Friday. Like, like we we were hanging out at Josh's shop on Friday, and he find, and he says something along the lines of, uh, "I'm the last guy in the world to see this movie," and I was like, "Bro, I didn't see it either." So we finally got to go see it. It was Dude, great. It was that lovely. moment, that moment that y'all had there, where y'all were like, "What?" and y'all hugged. I was like, I, I just hope that someday me and my little brother can 
can experience a, a bromance like you and Josh have. It was genuine. <laughs> it was it was real. <laughs> Josh is like, I'm the only person in America that hasn't seen Rogue One. And then like you're like, hey, I haven't seen either. Let's go together. We can touch butts. It was, per- it was perfect. We touch each other's butts. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it was not weird in any in the in the least. That's so good. I can't even remember the storyline of Willow. I don't either. Oh, you want to know the whole storyline? You know the whole well, storyline. Well, yes, yeah, I, I love that movie. I've seen it a bunch of times. What is the baby supposed to be like? It's all about saving okay, the baby. So, yes. So the uh, Bav Morda, the main chick that's like conquering the whole like world yeah like she's like conquering all the different kingdoms and nobody can stop her because she's got this badass army and she's this like powerful sorceress so she's told <laughs> she's america of of a like th- she's got these wizard guys that perform yep, like a seance prop- and and like read the future or whatever so she's told that there's going to be this prophecy of this uh, baby born that can defeat her so she goes around and f- tries to f- like every time a, a woman has a baby in the kingdom, a female child, they, the baby's supposed to be born, born with this mark on her arm. So they systematically go around and check all these babies, and she's trying to find the one with the mark, and she's just going to have it killed as a child so it can't come back and kill her. Very so this, this woman gives birth to the baby, and it's the one with the, the mark. And the midwife that gives a birth to the baby, she realizes that it's the baby that they're looking for. So she sneaks it out of the castle before they can just immediately kill it. And so she's running with the baby and they're like chasing her, like these knights are chasing her and they have like these hounds chasing her and she knows she can't get away. So she puts it like on, on this like a uh, log like raft, like thing that she finds by oh, the river, it down the river, pushes baby, it down baby, the river baby Moses it, style. Yeah, yeah, baby Moses style, and then she gets killed. So the the baby travels down the river and goes into the Nelwyn village. The Nelwyns are the little dwarf race yeah. of people where Warwick Davis is at. So, yeah the the Nelwyns that the, the Nelwyn. Warwick Davis is Willow's kids. They find the baby the down by Davises. the river. The the di- the Daikini baby. The Daikinis are the humans. So. They find the Daikini baby and they take it back to the the Nelwyn village there and show uh, Willow. And he's all like, oh, no, we can't have this Daikini baby. You have to get rid of it. So while he's like trying to figure out what to do with the baby, his wife, uh, Kaya is her name, yeah, uh, sees, the, sees, sees the baby and like immediately falls in love with it. He's like, oh, there's no way we're keeping this baby, this and that. And so obviously and they, they have they have it. no idea about the prophecy or anything like that, right? No, they don't have any idea. So what ends up happening is they're just going to keep the baby not knowing about it. But then they find out that the baby is being looked for by Batmorda's forces. And they know that if they find the baby in the village, they're going to kill everyone in the village and destroy the village. So keeping the baby is dangerous. So there's this big debate over whether or not just to turn the baby over and just say, fuck it, or kill the baby or whatever. But of course, he doesn't want to do that so in this council the village elder guy that's like he's also a mage like task willow with traveling to the lands of the daikinis and giving the baby over to somebody who can watch it and to just to get it out of the village and give it back to the rightful you know whatever so he gets a a venturing party together and 
travels to the Daikini Crossroads, which is like where all the traffic of the world, like you know, crosses or whatever, to try to find some some uh, d- you know tall people, normal the humans, human. whatever, to take the baby. And while they're there, the they uh, find Matt Mardigan. He's in the cage at the crossroads, being punished for uh, stealing some shit. So they don't want to give the baby to him, even though he's he's like, just let me out. I'll take care of the baby, all this and that. So they sit there for several days um, waiting, and a hu- uh, no, another human army comes by that's just been beaten by Bavmorda, and there's a guy named Eric. like the, the He's got the red-headed guy with the beard or whatever, and he knows Mad Mardigan, and they like banter back and forth, and he tells him he'll cut off his head and stick it on a pig pole the next time he sees him and all that shit. I love how and, like um, he doesn't have like a cool name either. Like he's just, it's like I'm Bahiti, I'm Mark Miko. It's like I'm Eric. <laughs> I'm Eric. Yeah. <laughs> so he, they all leave. The human army leaves, and Eric just tells uh, the guy to go. Like I forget where he tells him to go give the baby to some you know woman or whatever. Basically, they nobody will take the baby because they're going to go back into battle and they don't want to take this baby. So they finally decide that their best option is just to give it to. Mad Mardigan. So they give the baby to Mad Mardigan and start traveling home. Well, while they're traveling home, the uh, these things they're called brownies. They're like they're little like, like forest sprites or whatever. Um, steal the baby. Steal the baby. And so basically, they get the so Willow finds the 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 brownies and all that. And he gets the baby back. And this other shit happens, and they end up at, like, this inn tavern thing. And at the inn tavern, they find Mad Mardigan again. He's dressed like a woman. He's sleeping with this guy's wife. Um, and he shows back up, and in order to, like, hide from this guy from getting his ass beat, he dresses like her uh, cousin or something. Who and hasn't done the that? Du- the dude is trying to come on to Mad Mardigan, and he's, like, saying no. And then while they're there in this weird scenario with the baby and Willow and all that, Bad Mortis troops come in to search the tavern and uh, also so they try to like take Mag Mardigan and take Willow and the baby and all that and they like go on this big like so basically they all end up together and they go on this uh, big like carriage chase or whatever and uh, Bav, Bav Morda's daughter Sorsha is the one leading the search party and she ends up getting captured by Willow and Mad, Mad Mardigan and all that and um, I gotta, I gotta, up, just, I gotta just say that I'm amazed at the level of detail that you remember of this movie because it was like that's pretty old. That's an older movie. How old is that? It's like forever ago, dude. Zach, that's Probably. exactly how I feel every time you talk about like any <laughs> movie ever. But yeah, well, I remember like lines and stuff like that. But he's like got the I whole bet, plot down. I bet it came out in like '86, '86 to '88. If, if it says '86, I'm gonna Willow. Willow, Willow, Kaya, 88. Very nice. So, so anyway, they they have the the baby, and they're trying to figure out what to do with it. So they decide to take it to this place called Tira's Lee, which is like some legendary kingdom, like where this, you know, there's supposed to be this, like, good king and queen that live there, and it's like a powerful kingdom. So they get there, and it's, like, cursed, and all these people are, like, frozen in stone, and there's trolls and shit there, and it's like this abandoned castle. And while they're there, 
Bav Morta's forces led by General uh, Kale, which is the guy in the skull face mask, they fucking show up and like lay siege of the castle. And so they have to hold off this like whole castle with just them. And um, they end up not being able to do it. And they all get kind of wounded or whatever. And General Kale gets the baby and takes it back to Bav Morta's castle. So then Matt Bardic. Like, why, why didn't he just kill it? Because Bab Morta wants to perform the ceremony that banishes it to like another realm where it can never be born like, again. Shit. Be born again. Because it's like this like she's afraid if she just kills it, It'll its soul or whatever is yeah. bad, it'll just be born again. So she's got to banish it, like perform this ritual to like forever get rid of it. Okay. So there's a I thought that was a plot hole. Alright, cool. Yeah. Oh, so at so sorry. At some point, there's this uh, other sorceress chick that's like Bav Morta's, like um, yeah, the evil, good, one. the good yeah. version, and they have to find her, and they find her on this island. The and witch she's of the like, east. <laughs> she's been transformed into like some little like a marmot. I don't know <laughs> what it is, like this little tree rat thing, and so she's trying to teach Willow. Uh, magic so he can get good enough to turn her back into her normal form. So throughout the movie, she's just like different animals. And every time he tries, she just gets turned into a different animal. Oh yeah. Um, so anyway, when they're at this castle, she's there, but she's like a goat or some shit at that point. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah um, it's a goat. Cause I remember she was like, well, please try. Well, she goes, you idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so general kale gets the baby. Um, le- leaves the castle. So the good sorceress, who's like a goat, um, Sorsha betrays her mother and ends up staying with Mad Mardigan. So she's on the good guy's side now. Um, and then they find the, the defeated elements of Eric's army, and they all get together to basically go rescue the baby and take out Bav Morda for good. So they show up to the castle, and uh. <laughs> I know she, you guys. I know you guys just fought a hard battle and y'all lost, and a lot of your friends are dead. But we need you. We need you to. But we we need you, and now we have this magic goat and <laughs> a dwarf guy and a a cell sword, so we're good to go. So anyway, they go to Bad Morta's castle, and she performs some like big magical ritual and turns them all into pigs. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the whole the whole army becomes pigs, and so they think that that's that, and the army scattered because they all turned into pigs. Willow doesn't get turned into a pig because the good sorcerer's chick, who's like a goat or whatever at the time, tells him to cover his ears and do whatever so that he's doesn't affect him. So then he finally gets it right and turns her back into her normal form. So then she's able to go around and, and round up all the men that are now turned into pigs and turn them all back into their human form. So then they draw up this battle plan where they hide the entire army where it looks like it's been decimated because she's turned them all into pigs and they've run off. And they're but they're all hidden in like these foxholes that they dug overnight and they lure them into open their their gate to just like ride out and to destroy the old sorceress chick and willow who are standing out there on their own. And when they ride out of the gate, the all the people like jump up out of the holes and ambush them and kill those guys and then make it through the gate before they can close it and start laying siege to the fortress. So as they're laying siege to the fortress, Bab Morta takes the baby and starts performing the uh, ritual. So they basically go up and interrupt the ritual, and the good witch and the uh, bad witch like have a magic duel, which the bad witch wins, Bab Morta wins, and then Willow is like, I'm even more powerful sorcerer, blah, 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 even though he's not. He's kind of like buffaloes her, 
and then performs like a sleight of hand trick where it makes it look like the baby disappears. And in her like being like stunned and shocked, she fucks up and knocks over her magic potion and it accidentally banishes herself to the <laughs> realm of evil. Just like and I then, did uh, the AK Interactive. Then uh, Bav Morda, or, or sorry, Sorsa and Mad Mardigan go back to Tira's Lee, which was the good kingdom, and become married and become the good king and queen that's rumored in the thing and adopt the baby. See, so it's they- okay. So he can come back all fat and stuff like that because he's just he could just be like the old king, like him and Sorsa, like the king and queen. I guess the source of chick was fucking hot as shit in that. Yeah, movie. she was hot. So, She's like a red redhead, like real, real woman. Build. Yeah, fucking hot. The funniest part in that movie is where they supposedly hate each other, and the one brownie um, has the love potion or whatever, and he fucking hits Val Kilmer with it, and he falls in love with Sorsha, even though he doesn't want to fall in love with her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He sneaks and into she- her tent to get the baby, but then he like starts like telling her poetry and shit and she's like i'll slit your throat and he was like i would rather die a thousand deaths than to not have you and all that yes. shit yeah and she's like trying to like kill him and shit yeah so good. yeah that's good i like the other he, uh he's telling like everybody's the greatest swordsman that ever lives but he never has a sword and then they get in that one uh like little village thing that's like covered in snow and he gets free and he finally gets a sword and he does like all the crazy shit with the sword flips it behind his back and catches it and Willow's like, you really are great. And he takes like one step and slips on the fucking ice and looks like cool. <laughs> I'm glad you, you totally explained the entire plot to Willow for us. Like, you, don't you have, said you, you didn't know. So. You don't have to see it anymore. Like, I, I just said I couldn't remember it, man. I couldn't remember just the like, line like the, the whole movie, plot the plot. one that I still, I still use it to this day is when he's standing in the road with the baby trying to get the army to stop. And the the first guy that's in line as this big army yeah. marching just takes his army and goes, on, he goes, out of the way, Peck! And he says it just like that. <laughs> it was such a dick. So you do that all the time. Out of the way, Peck. <laughs> yeah. So I do that here. Like, you came, when you came to my basement, like, m- both of you guys have been here. When you walk through that middle room where I have the tables, it's kind of a narrow walkway there because the tables are in the way. Whenever somebody's standing in the way there and I'm walking through, I always go, out of the way, Peck! Like, as I'm walking through. Yeah. That was, like, apparently the most, like, degrading thing you could say to, like, a, like, a, uh, one of those little elves. Elwin. Or, or, oh, Elwin. Yeah. Peck, Elwin. peck, 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 peck. Yeah. Yeah, Willow hated it. He couldn't call him a peck or he'd get real mad. Throw an acorn at you. Yeah. <laughs> he had magic acorns that would turn you to stone if he threw one at you. Really? Why didn't he just do that to that queen? He did. He did. And she, she caught, caught it. it. And it turned her stoned up to her elbow, and she got like this panic look. And then she was like, "Oh, I got this." And then it like quit working, and she like shook it off. And she's like, "Is that all you got?" And he's like, "Nope." And then he does his parlor trick and makes the baby disappear. <laughs> I just didn't want to get that detailed into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty detailed. Oh man, cowboys killing it. Naturally. Naturally. They're playing. It's their year, right. bro. It's gonna be so good. I'm playing like this. I'm gonna be playing this guy next week. That's uh, in fantasy football, and he's got like a bunch of cowboys on his team, and they'll probably sit him. So should be in the bag. <sighs> hey Zach, what are you working on 30k wise, man? Like, where are you at right now? Where am I at? Uh, mostly the table. 
but I am uh, slowly building up the all iron hands as well. Like I'm trying to get my list uh, ready, which depending upon depending upon what we uh, like, if we work out like transportation, like the iron hands would be easier to transport. Uh, other than if we if I do this other project, but I don't know. We'll just have to see. Like, it's kind of weird because like the narrative has so many different point levels, so you might so you got to have like you know upwards of three or four different armies, and then and then the mega battle. Like it's a whole bunch of shit. If, if you got to travel, take all that stuff that far. Like I don't know what I'm gonna do. And then you're doing team tournament too, right? I don't know. Uh, like the team tournaments on Sunday. And although I'd like to, like, I don't know if that is what, I don't know when that ends. How late does that end? It's on the you. schedule thing. I thought it said four o'clock. I could be wrong on that. Though. Like, cause we'd have to, I'd have to work it out, you know, plus I'm going to be starting a new job. So, I mean, that, that might be a stretch. I'd like to, I'm, I'd like to do it all, but it's going to be a little rough to, uh, make it all work but yeah team tournament two which would be probably something completely different team with josh it's pretty cool dude. what do y'all what do y'all are y'all gonna be team are y'all teaming up are y'all doing if all, Monty angels all the time or what? yeah we are I'm waiting I'm, I'm on money i'm kind of holding this up right now because the only list i have ready is the uh the dread list and like I got to work on these two tables before I can work on anything else. So, but you know, Ryan also has a bunch of blood angels I could use or salamanders. What? You just take Ryan's army? Come on, man. Come well, like on. the blood angels I can incorporate in my existing list. What do you want to do, Ryan? I don't care. I just because the problem is he. I need to know whether he's going to play a conventional army or a drop army because we don't want to play. Like, if he goes drop, I want to go drop. If he goes conventional, yeah. I want to go conventional. Yeah, you, you can't, can't, you can't go one, one, one drop and one not. Because, because of, what ends up happening is on turn, like, say that say we go second and he's playing all drop army, then I'm going to be sitting on the board and they're going to have their entire <laughs> both players' armies versus my half, and then they kill it. And then only half of his army comes in, and then they kill that, and then his other shit comes in peace. It's fucking horrible. We play team games literally every game night. Uh, so every other Saturday, I play team games, and I'm very versed in it. And that's I've never seen that work out. You cannot now if you both go drop armies, it's fine because then when it's you know your first turn, you both it's just like a, a standard drop army plays. Where you, what, what if you play with a drop army that goes and you go first? Is that okay? That's still okay because you're still both players are getting the core of their army in turn one, so it's fine. It's no different than running a conventional drop army. Then. Like I didn't like I didn't have any issues whenever I did a whenever we did teams at Adepticon last year and I was playing in Sons of Horus drop army, but we went first like every time. Like I seized the initiative like every time. Right, that's uh, the thing. If you, if, you, if you end up going first, it's not a big deal because then you're getting your stuff. It's when you go second that it becomes an issue. Yep. Yep. Who well, was it? Yep. Who was it that got just butt fucked because uh, I was running Raven Guard? Whenever I was doing like all drop Raven Guard and like flyers and all that stuff, 
who is my teammate? I think it was Josh, right? Like Josh, John, had, to, Josh had to Josh wither the storm. Yeah, he took he took on like six thousand points against his three or something like that. Yeah, and dude. it was was it was it Chris and Jay? Yeah, had to be Chris and Jay. Dude, I came in and just like started mopping up, like clearing house, and then I'm just like I felt so bad for Josh because like he was just removing tons and tons of models because like Chris and Jay were just just fucking wrecking his life. I was like, oh, never gonna leave you on the board by yourself again. That's fucked up. Well, if it's a tournament, then y'all obviously want to like, you know, be competitive. <coughs> so then, I mean, I, I mean, it'll know. still be fairly tame. I don't think it's going to be out of control. I mean, it was. I mean, last year was supposedly competitive, and I didn't really see anything too crazy. This year, though, dude, with Kalth and Prospero, nah. I feel like I feel like Eric will keep it pretty pretty tame. Yeah, and I just think the community's a lot better. I don't think you guys are going to take anything too insane. There was that one guy last year, the, the actual tournament itself, that was just playing a 40K army. <laughs> Look. Which what? one? Just 40K models. Uh, Death Guard, I think, is what he was playing. Oh, I didn't see that one, I don't think. I think he was missing mm-hmm. some painted models, too. Really? Yeah. I don't remember anybody in the 30K... That, he, was that the, had a, you know, he was in the 30k tournament. Hmm. I don't even remember that. I think played, you think I actually paint these it. panels, like leave them tan. I don't know. I would have painted most of that door silver. Well, th- they're going black, and then I'm going silver after it. Okay. What? Well, I, I don't know. You can do what you want. I think I would just do the whole thing, the whole door silver. But yeah, do it like, like I would do the. Because you're doing silver on the dividers, right? In between yeah. the panels. Yeah, this is all. So do silver. those, do those silver, and then maybe do the trim that you already have silver, and then do the actual door panel like a brighter silver, like a mithril instead of bolt gun. If that okay. makes sense. All right. That's that how I do the bottom of my. Uh, here, I can show you real quick. I got it right here. No, that's how I was gonna do it. I, I just, I don't know. I thought it. I thought it looked kind of weird. What do you think, Zach? Uh. Like, what else is going to be that tan? Like, is, is, are the inside of the floor panels going to be tan? Yeah. Then, yeah, then, then you should definitely contrast this color. Can you see this? This is bolt gun, and then that's a brighter yeah. color. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so. What? All right, so I'll just get, I'll, I'll get the big brush out. Okay. Fair enough, boys. <laughs> big, big brush it is. Yeah, I don't know. Why, why, why'd you ask what I was working on? Mm-hmm. I still got my table. I still got my table that uh, it sucks. Like, cause I'm, I'm still like in the mm-hmm. construction phase, and I'm and I'm moving at the same time. So, uh, hopefully, I can get it at least at least where it's solid pieces, and then I can get it to Victoria, and then maybe I can convince Josh or Jade to maybe knock out some of the smaller, detailed pieces. The pictures you showed me look good, man. I think it looks nice. Oh, you got to, yeah. you got to see pictures. Oh, how nice. I'm kind of, I'm kind of keeping it under wraps. But he was in the, we were on a, we we're on a truck ride. We had a little truck ride. He showed me his down. I showed him my table. You know, <laughs> he showed me his. So, you show me yours. I'll show you mine. He got to see my building that I built. That's kind of a similar idea. Yeah, well, that's what we we're we we're kind of looking at. Uh, I kind of want to get. Uh, I kind of want to see if I could talk to 
power play games maybe and get uh, some LEDs for that tunnel. You know, just something just to uh, because I can attach them to the roof, you know, portion of foam. And, uh, you know, basically they would only be on and you'd only be able to use them when the tunnel's in play, I guess, when uh, when the top piece is on. So uh, it wouldn't even need to be, you know, even need to be concealed or anything like that and just have some lights in there. You think uh, you think that's a waste? Like, because it would only be like two lights, maybe six inches apart or something. Michael? I don't know. I haven't seen your table. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I, don't, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about tunnels and lights and Man, shit i i just meant like it like if if i got if i just wanted two lights that were six inches apart that's it and then like a little switch i got like, it i got like, it for you already what color white white uh or or like green or red i have i have in my possession a led strip that takes one nine volt and it lights up four white lights from power, from power play, yeah. And they're in like one strip line. Like I didn't want too much light because I obviously I didn't want it to be completely lit up. I wanted it to be like, you know, like you're going into like a mine and there's like a you know a couple of lights dangling. You know, these are bright as fuck. They're bright as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I want bright as fuck. I want it obviously like I want it to look like a tunnel that that you go in and there's like a, you know, a light every you know, every. 20, 40 feet or whatever, you know? Well, I'm going to say this, bright. dude. Like, power play will take care of you, like, regardless of what you want to do. Okay, so 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 how does that work? Do you do you, do you just need to contact them directly and do some con- some custom order? Uh, For that, or, you probably wouldn't even have to do custom. Like, that's probably just, like, you your kid online. Get on the interwebs. Like, because the, the thing is that I want it small. Like, I don't want, like, a long string of lights. I just want, like, two lights. Yeah, yeah, that's, like... I mean, you could probably purchase that as a kit online. The only reason I contacted them about mine was because, like, I needed six different or I needed eight different sets, all run on two microcontrollers and all this stuff. Like, there, it was like a, it was like a, I needed a bunch of different kits that did one specific thing. And so when I emailed them, they they like they basically built the exact kit that I would need, and they cut out a bunch of the extra stuff that I wouldn't have needed. And so like. You know, it they they charge you like real they charge you like real price for like uh, the kit itself versus like a bunch of kits with spare pieces. You know, whereas like if it's only going to be like two lights on a long fucking strand, then uh, you probably get away with some of the stuff that they offer uh, just like in in the box. You know, okay. but but also like if you're not sure what to order or how to order it, like you know you're not sure exactly what you need, they will tell you like. For what you're trying to do, you need this kit right here. Like they, they are they're so cool. Like all you have to do is just like send them an email and they'll be like, Yeah, here you go. This is the kit you need. So, yeah. I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm not the website right now. I'm kinda looking at it. That guy's super awesome. I want a cu- I think we've talked about this on the show before. I want a couple uh, gift certificates at Adepticon as part of my winnings. And um, we walked over there right there at the event and turned them in. I gave them to my buddy Jamie because I've never messed with LED stuff. Um, but we went over there and talked to him. He was a really nice guy. I I almost think that what I want is so s- simple that it's probably not – there's probably not a kit for it, you know, because it's – I want something very, very basic, like just two lights. 
Yeah. Two like red or green lights. And a switch, right? Yes. Yeah, we got that. Or if you want, go to uh, Machinator. Blood and Skulls Industry is on eBay. He also sells uh, he sells LED lights and LED kits, and uh, his are super simple and they don't even run on nine volt. They run on the uh, C three nine zero two battery or a little three volt like uh, watch battery. Or, do I you guess, go through eBay or do you go through uh, eBay? That's where his stores at. Yeah, his stores on eBay. But if you type in Blood and Skulls Industry on Google, it'll take you to his eBay store because his eBay store isn't called Blood and Skulls. Like his eBay name is like machinator or something 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 but he uh, he has like a cool little kit that's just like a dime a dime kit doesn't cost a dime but I don't even know why I said the word dime cause it's a 10 fucking 10 it's a 10 son it's a 10 yeah dude I'm like in working in between the two tables right now like, I'll get, like, super burned out on this project, so I'll go work on the other one, and then, like, get burned out on the Warlord, so I'll come back over here and work on this. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally working on those two I'm right doing, now. I'm doing those stupid Blood Angels still, wanting to get them done so I can start back on my Black Shields. I'm staring at my Black Shields right now, sitting on this stupid swamp board, wishing I was working on them. Uh, see, what's cr- what sucks is I know I have uh, I have those Phoenix Terminators coming in, and I also have my Blood Bowl stuff coming in. And I told myself I can't touch them until both of these are done. And I'm super excited about both of those fucking, like, kits. So, like, it's, like, motivating me to finish my display board and to finish the 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 uh, graveyard table. Which well, I'm in the same boat, man, because i got to get those Blood Angels knocked out so that I can restart on those Black Shields. And I also want to get everything done and work on those uh, battle tech things I got in. So here you go, Michael, grab your phone. This is how I'm going to paint my Avenger. I found this paint scheme online. I'm going to, this is a, a, a lightning that I found online, but I'm going to duplicate this paint scheme on my Avenger, paint my Avenger up like this. You're not going to do your, right your old. I thought you had two Avengers that were already painted and you were like, they were close to the, the same camo ones. Yeah, they're they're identical, but I'm going to paint this third one to be more like my Black Shield colors and then just pass it off as the squadron leader with a dis- distinct paint scheme for the other two. Oh, okay. So I'm going to paint it like that. Oh, yeah, that's real cool. And then also check this. Uh, uh, those Battletech models I showed you. This is the paint scheme I'm going to use. Um, Is there a party going over there, Zach? Yeah, they're singing happy birthday. Hold on. Do you hear that? You should say, I'm here on business. <laughs> Battle tech. <laughs> I'm working here. Working here. Hold on. There it goes. I just sent it. That's what my ba- that's what I'm gonna paint my Battletech models like. I just had a deal fall through the fucking the my fingers. Oh yeah, those look tight, dude. The camo with the red. Yeah, and see that's what's what's cool is those the the 3D models you see right there. That's for the MechWarrior Online game. So the models I bought are those exact models 3D printed. So they'll look just like that. The Death Hands Brigade. That's a goofy kind of a goofy name, but it's not going to be like because this is some guy online that made that. I'm just going to steal his steal his uh, color scheme and call my guy something different. <laughs> something awesome. 
like the dick punchers. The dick punchers. But my, uh, I guess my mercenary group's got to be led by the legendary psycho. For real, dude. There's also some things in the work that involve that, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For stiff? Uh, I'll, I'll give it to you at stiff. Oh, you'll tell me what's going on about it at stiff. No, no. I'll give it to you. Oh, you I, got something. Yeah, I'm getting that key made. Oh, okay, sweet. I actually, uh... I showed you that I actually still have that key on my key ring. Like, I already ha- I still have my all my construction keys on my key ring. Oh, no, I got the LED painted. Get out of there. Oh, fuck. Wipe it quickly. Okay, that's clean. Spill AK Interactive on it. Oh. Did you hear that, Zach? Did you hear what happened last episode? Fucking spilled AK Interactive all over my fucking MacBook Pro. I can't hear Zach. I think he's talking. No, he's I not. I can see him. I can't hear. Oh, oh, oh I, I turned. I turned. No, <laughs> sorry. I turned my microphone off until the until they they just sang Happy Birthday and then they all left. I don't know. It's real weird. <laughs> I didn't were were any it. of them? Were any of them German? Were any of them German, Zach? <laughs> Was it a Happy Birthday? Did it sound? Uh, did it sound like any of them were under duress? Yeah, yeah it was totally staged. Are you going to kill one and they then write on his chest, ho, oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, now I have a machine gun? Yeah. They all pulled out automatic weapons out of out of Christmas gifts and then uh, <laughs> and then ran into the elevator. I don't even think they saw me. <laughs> Are you barefoot? Have you left your shoes in the hotel room? Because somebody on the plane told you to make little fists, little fists with, fists with your toes. On, on the carpet? Yep. Shoot the glass. I don't. Oh. There we go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna order these from Machinator right now. Boom! There you go, Machinator. Got you a sale. Yeah. Where's your Where's your commission, dude? He told me he's gonna have those uh, those dreadnought legs done by January. Is what he said. How soon does he deliver? Is he Is he in in the states? Yeah. Yeah, he's in Michigan. Okay. I just want to make sure that like I don't I don't have something delivered and I'm not I don't live there anymore. You should have it within a week. Uh dude, get it delivered to our address. Yeah, at the, at the office. Well, no, cuz I'm my my stuff's still going to be there at my house. Yeah. For a while. But yeah, like uh, that's probably what I'm going to be doing for now. Just so I don't have a bunch of boxes delivered to my my mother-in-law's. We are sweet 910. Oh, yeah. You got to send me the, the information. Yeah, dude. 101, 101 O'Connor Plaza. What is it? Yep. 1 O'Connor Plaza. That's what it's called. I don't, I don't think that's the street. That's not the address. Is it on Main or is it on Bridge? It's on Bridge. It should be the 200 block, 200 North Bridge. Something like that. I'll get you the actual address. We're sweet 910 on it, though. Right on. Can't wait. 30ktv.com, boys. Go now. Yeah. Make your requests. Find out what what do you want to... What, what would you like to see played? What do you want? We got a... Hey, I, we bought got my, a good... I bought my plane ticket for Stiff Michael. I'm showing up. I'm getting there uh, Friday night. Nice. In Houston. 
so we have to make arrangements to get me picked up. Friday night at what time? I'll have to look. I'll send you the info. But I'm leaving. I'm leaving on uh, Monday. I'm showing up on Friday and leaving on Monday. Okay. We're setting up Friday, but I'm pretty sure I can break off and go grab you. It's at the one that's closer to you guys. There's two airports in Houston. It's the one that's closer. I talked to Pretty already. Probably Bush International, I'm guessing. Bush. Yeah, whatever the one is closer to Victoria. Bush. I can't seem to to make this happen on my tablet, so I'm going to do my phone. Uh, Yeah, we can somehow somehow get you, man. We'll we'll work it out. Uh, This is so much painting. I could always Uber it too. No, 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 you cannot. A is two, it too much money? Two hour Uber? Come on, bro. We did that. I don't. Know. We did that in Tennessee. It's like, actually, we did an hour Uber. It was ninety bucks. So that'd be a two hundred two hundred dollar car ride. Fuck. Here, look at this, Michael. Hang on. And he wouldn't even be in the, like the same. Like he wouldn't even end in the same area. <laughs> So are you doing your panels? I don't know if you can see on these. Like, I didn't do them just plain white. Like, they're... Oh, shit. He must make you... Must make you feel bad about your shit. No, I was going to do... Yeah, I was going to dirty them up. But I was going to dirty them up with... uh, uh, With... uh, The Army Army Painter Dip. Oh, okay. I know. Show them out. Yeah, yeah, but I'm also gonna. Sure, that shit's just midwax stain that they charge a bunch more money for. Dude, I was mid-wax. in. I was in the fucking aisle for, uh, like, for I was at Walmart in the aisle where like you get all your detergent and stuff, and yep. they had in that aisle at the end floor wax and like floor stain and all that, and I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure this is just the stuff they use, and I know I've seen people make it and they're like make it themselves in the past, but. I couldn't, I couldn't pull the trigger, but I gotta do some more research. I'll find out. As soon as I get all these painted, as soon as I get everything painted silver, and as soon as I do the sponge of, sponge effect, it follow up with the metal. I'm gonna do sponge effect with black, and then follow up with uh, with metal dots, and then uh, once I get all that all done, I'll uh, I'll hit it with either army painter or with. Uh, uh, wood stain, whatever, or floor stain, whatever, whatever I find. So, we'll see. And I'm talking about my dreadnought display board for all of y'all those listening that can't see the fucking camera. You can't see anything. <laughs> I'm painting it like a tan. The panels. So, are you wanting to go over to the uh, sledding hill, Zach, on Wednesday? But. There's no snow. There's no sledding. We can still walk up the hill for a fitness thing. You can for, for fitness. For fitness. Yeah. For fitness. Yeah. Thing. I'm all about fitness. I took I took Michael up the hill when he was sick and he almost died. He laid at the top on the flat of his back, like almost not quite to the crest for about ten minutes, just staring at the sky. Dude, I was dying. I'm in. Uh, I'm in decent shape, man. I think I could take it. Take it down. I could have walked. Like I could have walked up that hill. Like if I was like right. like right okay. now. If I walked up nobody's that hill, saying, nobody's I would have been fine. <laughs> nobody's saying you couldn't, Monty. I'm sure you'll be 
your big boy. Zach, Zach should try to run it and set the record up and oh, down. Is there a record? Is there a record? I'll, I love yeah. things with records. Nine times. What? Up you and have down. To... Stop. Oh, really? You have to. Oh, the amount, not a time. Just. Yep. You have to. Just Number of times without stopping. Up, up to the top. Oh, geez. You go. You run up the steep side, which is the side that I took Michael up. And then you run down the shallow side, which is the side that you look down on the, the pool, which Michael saw that too. And then you go around. There's just like you go like a quarter of the way around the hill and then start back and go up. So it's like a lap, but oh. it involves going up and down. It's nine. Nine laps is the record. And if you, if you beat it, there's a town charter where they have to give you a tomato pie pizza and you're the mayor for a day. No. No, just like, Let's do it. Let's do it. Look, we're going. Michael just made that up. But that sounds good. You're the mayor for a day. You get the key to the city. And, I know uh, the mayor. All the, all the, I know the mayor. Shannon, you know the mayor. It's a female mayor. Yeah. Oh. You'll, you'll be in the. You'll be in the newspaper and everything. The the Mar- Martinsville Gazette. Martinsville Times. Good try though. <laughs> close, close. Yeah, I'm gonna have to exercise tomorrow for sure. Work off this. What I eat? I ate a, a, ha- a hamburger. A steak burger. Pizza. Steak burger. Ste- steak burger and some pizza. Pretty nice. Well, pizza. So tomorrow we're doing subs, and then Wednesday we're doing uh, tenderloin pizza. Wednesday's your big day. That's going to be the test. See if you can handle it. The test of what? <laughs> well, that tenderloin yeah, is bigger than your head, no. and you're going to eat that, and then later in the day you're going to eat some other bear's pizza, which is like an inch thick. So... Test of what? Can I make it out without diabetes? Dying. Yeah. <laughs> if you make it home without stage two, man, you are fucking <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> then, then you win. Your cat. Then you Whatever's win. taken down your cat. Oh, the wires. The wires. She yeah, loves out. these wires. Oh, dude. it's going to get it. Look at her. She's after him. Like, <laughs> I had it. to put my cat upstairs. He would have drove me nuts. Michael's seen my cat, how he acts. He won't leave me alone. Zach will see him. Zach will get slobbered on. Yeah, Zach what? can get slobbered on. My cat, when he's happy, slobbers on you. The black one? Not Pete? Yeah. What's the other ones? No. Pete. Pete's the yellow, big yellow cat. Okay. Fuck yeah. Dude, Zach, tell us a story, man. I want to hear, I wanna hear a right. story, bro. You want to hear a story? Like what, what kind, of, kind of cop story or something? Yes, like, I love cop true, stories. True, true crime. True crime stories. Yeah. I... I very poorly retold your shooting the cow story to one of my friends the other day when we went out when we went out to lunch on Friday with the the two guys that are retired out of the army. I was telling them your fucking story about shoot. I told them that they need to go back and find that TFL where you tell that story because it's fucking glorious. God, it's so it was so, it was so traumatic for me. Like that's <laughs> not how that's not how a young officer should like discharge his weapon for the first time like on duty or whatever like i put down like several animals since then but that's the most that's the most i guess traumatic you know usually some of them are like you know mercy killings you know deer on the side of the road or something like that or dog that's limping off or whatever after getting struck but that cow oh man i'll never be able to just retell that it's it's funny because it's like uh it's like me myself and irene yeah. Like the movie. It's like almost the same fucking thing. It was so weird. Just that guy just kicking the cow over and over again, too. God. <laughs> so horrible. Like, well, 
a lot of the other stories I have, like the ones that stick out, uh, are like real bad, like real, like like horrible, and not funny in the least bit. Like, uh, like it's hard for me to to uh, recall some of the funny ones because the horrible ones just are the are the worst and most vivid, I guess. <laughs> people are just really shitty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some really, there's some really shitty people out there. Like, and and uh, you know, you get numb to it. I guess as as a police officer, like like oh, I always used to do ride-alongs. Like somebody would, uh, you know, want to ride along with, you know, like uh, sign up to do a ride-along with a police officer, and I'd always take them. I always liked to do it because I thought it was it motivated me. Like I was always trying to jump calls, trying to make them have like a good experience, you know, like like you know, hustle and do some traffic and do that. So like one time, uh, I had this this woman, and she was like, uh, she worked for KVU. Uh, her name was Jennifer, I remember. And I think she did like the daytime, like a daytime news person. So it's like, I guess the 10 o'clock news or whatever, where nobody, nobody watches it. Cause it's in the, it's in the middle of the day. So I'd never seen her before, but she, um, she's, she did this ride along and this call drops and I, and I look over at her and I'm like, Hey, you want to see a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good already. Yeah. Is it like stand by me? Did you go on a big journey to see the dead body? No. Well, I heard the call and, you know, it was basically a DOS at this house. And, you know, uh, like, like they, like they were using 10 codes. Uh, and so, so she couldn't really make it out. You know, the, actually they said DOS, but, uh, you know, I explained to her, I was like, yeah, there's a, there's a dead body. It wasn't even in my zone. You know, I was working fives. And uh, this one is way up in fours, almost in threes, which is a totally different. Uh, I mean, Victoria's not huge, so I mean, it wasn't a whole lot for me to go. And uh, usually, there's a lot of work involved. Like you got to call, like the, uh, you know, the the mortuary service and the, uh, you know, call the JP to pronounce death and things like that. Uh, so, so I knew that the, you know, it's good to go to have multiple officers. So I was like, you know, I'm in route, and I go, and they they let me go to the call, and. Uh, and we just walk in, and uh, and there's this, this guy's dead in his apartment, like on the floor, like in front of his TV. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and and you know we go in there, and the, and it's weird. Yeah, you smell that? I don't you even smell that. You never forget that smell. I don't even think about <laughs> it. Like I almost forget that she's there for a second, and because you know I walk in and we clear, we you know we have to clear the place first to make sure because we don't know what kind of situation is going on? Like they basically, this guy's door was left open in his apartment. Somebody walked, walked by and saw him. He lived by himself. And, um, there was this bag. I remember that there was this bag of Taco Bell, like sitting on, sitting next to the, uh, next to this chair. And, uh, and it was full of like, you know, like, I guess, I don't know, like at least six to eight, six to eight, Crunchwrap gorditas, uh, like, like supreme. I, I think that they were like a like what what are the grilled stuff burritos maybe or like something thicker than like a than just like a you know not just like a soft taco like they were full, and it was the saddest thing. And you know I guess like that's all we're thinking about, dude. This guy didn't even get to enjoy his fucking Taco Bell burritos, and he died. He just died of a heart attack or something. Uh, yeah, he had some kind of GI bleed or something like that like intestinal that's what they said later on because there was like it it was weird i don't know there was blood in in the uh in the bathroom too so he had some mm. kind of internal bleeding thing going on i don't i mean 
usually those things they don't they don't order autopsy or they didn't I don't think or or whatever they they determine as natural causes or, or if they did <laughs> they said blood blood in the bathroom floor bag full of Taco Bell yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah it's pretty cut was and he dry. was he dressed was he did he have clothes on yeah he was dressed but you know we kind of were like me and my sergeant uh that was a sergeant showed up and we were there and we were joking about how he. He's like just getting ready to enjoy like sweet Taco Bell goodness because none of them were open, none of the tacos were open. Like none of them were eaten. It was just like like you just got home with taco. Did you have you one? Go, was it still warm? Yeah. Did you all like pass them around? And I know. Was it like a Farva, a Farva moment? We're like, what? He's not gonna eat him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it probably it it might have been, but <laughs> but I look over and we're joking about this Taco Bell, and I look over and that writer the writer the one that worked for the news was standing in the doorway and she's just crying. She's like, like she's not making any sound. But I look over and she has this look on her face and it's so horrible and like That's and my there's dad. just tears <laughs> tears streaming down her face and and I look over and she just runs she like runs back outside and I'm like oh, it's just fuck. a dead guy I'm fired I mean you what? go to the funeral home and see dead people all the time yeah like I get I guess it's it's different I, don't like, see, I, don't, I mean to me to me I don't know why it would be different I mean it's not like it was a violence thing like the guy just died you know what I mean yeah 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 I mean I can I, see if it was like a legit crime scene it would upset people but to me like just seeing somebody dying at home like I bought some taco Bell and I go home and die of a heart attack and they're just there in their house yeah I guess to I, me I wouldn't see why you would think so so I, I'm like oh fuck like I'm fucked I'm fucking fired you know like like she, obviously she saw me in a in a moment of making light of like a you know, just in every, you know, a, 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 it's like an, a call that happens, you know, right, like right. just unattended death. And so <laughs> she saw me but, eating this Taco Bell. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, you want one of these? Yeah. <laughs> fire sauce. You cool with fire sauce? You want some of this? Dude, that oh, is you take <laughs> You should have taken her a Taco Bell. Just taken her a fucking burrito. And so here. That is like such a, like a, a big Lebowski moment. Like, you know, the Cohen brothers, they like, they listen to people's stories and then they made the big Lebowski, like based on those stories, there's like 11 different stories that happen in there that are like real life events that happen. Like in my mind, that is totally a fucking like big Lebowski scene. Like where you walk in, there's Taco Bell, there's a fucking dead dude. And then next scene, you and her eating Taco Bell in your car. Like, <laughs> like that is like, <laughs> so I, I had to go, I had to go to her, I had to go back to my car. She's sitting in my car and she's like trying to explain to me, oh, that was the first, that's the first dead body I've ever seen. I was like, like, I, and I said the same thing just like you. Like, have you never been to a funeral? It's just, it's part of, it's part of life. You know, death is part of life. You know, I really went out of my All the hillism, like a nihilistic. Like, not, not being like the, uh, the insensitive bastard that I usually am, you know, trying to like, not get fired because this person's going to complain to me about how I was like cracking jokes over a, a deceased person. But, uh, yeah. So, so I went in that and there were a couple other things like, like I, I calmed her down and kind of explained to her and she was, she was real. She was fine after that. We ended the uh, thing, but she wrote like this, uh, like she wrote this big letter to the chief or whatever about, about how like awesome her ride along experience was. And like, and how professional I was or whatever. It was, it was real cool. Well, there was actually one point in the night where like, we're like, we were driving down, we were driving down Houston highway and, 
and a buddy of mine that worked, my zone partner worked in, we passed each other on Houston Highway right there by uh, by Sonic, like by where Pelican's Wharf was. And it's like weird because we both saw each other and we were gonna we were supposed to meet up. And so I do a U-turn, and he right as he does a U-turn, and like <laughs> and so we just like kind of spun each other, and then we did it again. Like I don't know, it was real stupid. So basically, we like looked like we were doing donuts in the middle of like a a bit, you know a. A, a large street in Victoria, but like we weren't, like there was no traffic or whatever. Right. Like nobody, nobody else was on the road because it was like, you know, two, three in the morning or whatever. And uh, so we basically looked like we were doing circles, like spinning around each other on on uh, the Houston Highway. It was pretty funny. She wrote about that too. She put in the in her note to the chief doing donuts on on Houston Highway. Fuck. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Why'd you throw yeah, me under the bus good. like that, lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got, but she said like a joke or whatever. I don't know. It, it the whole thing sounded like a real, like a, like a cookie letter, you know, like like kudos for me. So I didn't get fired. Like that super bad, dude. Like super bad style. Like you, you're all, hey, hey. I'm sorry, you saw a dead body. You want to shoot a gun? You want to shoot? You want to go shoot a gun? <laughs> <laughs> Would that make you feel yeah, better? Go do, go pop off some of these bullets. We're gonna get, <laughs> we're gonna get our story straight, okay? <laughs> I need you to sign this paper right here. <laughs> That's fucking great, dude. Tell your cow story, man. Tell your cow story for the world to hear. The cow story. Okay. Yeah, I guess. What, I guess if, you, if you're up to it. If you're up to it. like. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, that, that one I remember pretty vividly, too. That was one of the weirder calls I got. Uh, there, there was this field, and... Um, and it's right next to the community, the Victoria Community Center, which is where they hold our livestock show and carnival every year, like around, uh, I guess, February. And uh, there's a field right next to it. And uh, and uh, next to the carnival, like all these carnies should uh, set up like this trailer park, uh, like trailer park city, I guess, like where they all sleep and crash or whatever, uh, you know, and it, they caravan out, I guess, afterwards. And uh, I get this call the next day in the morning, and it's this farmer, and he's like, Goddamn, Carney shot my cow. And like, <laughs> and this guy's like, and he shows me, he takes me out to a field, this field, and there's one cow. One cow is dead, and the other cow is like shot through the kneecap and through the udder. And it's like completely, uh, like it's completely maimed. Like it can't. Like every once in a while, it like tries to move, but it doesn't even doesn't even it 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 doesn't even get up on on this one you know on its back hind leg. Uh, so it's it was like I was like, well, what are you gonna do with the cow? Do you need to like take it somewhere? And he's like, that cow's no good to me. That cow will never be good to me. You got to put it down. And he's and I was like, seriously? So I'm like, okay. Like I'd never ever thought I would ever be shooting a cow. Do you know so, if this is a dairy cow or a meat cow? Uh, uh it was meat. yeah, it was probably a meat cow because it was just a pasture. It wasn't like a. It was a it was tax stuff. write off, is what it was. It wasn't an any cow. Yeah, it wasn't an anything cow. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't see any. Like it wasn't next to a house. I wouldn't see anybody out there milking it or whatever. But <laughs> this is know, Texas. We 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 put cow. cows in our land so we don't have to pay too much for them. Yeah. So. uh so I'm like, okay. So I, I get approval. I have to get approval because I'm gonna be, you know, shooting a round off in a, in in the city limits. And so, so I have to get approval from the sergeant. And he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, go ahead, knock it out. And uh, 
And I was like, hey, Sarge, like, like what do I do? Do I just, like, do I need my rifle? Should I get my, like, shoot with a slug with my shotgun? <laughs> and uh, and he's like, just just go with whatever the farmer or the, the rancher or whatever says or whatever. So, uh, so I, so I start pulling out my shotgun thing. I'm going to shoot, pop a slug in this, in this cow. And he's like, no, nah, man, just use your pistol. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, really? He was like, yeah, just put, put a couple in the back of his head. So I'm like, uh, uh, uh all right, man, you're the boss. Like <laughs> I, I just take it like this guy's done it before. So I'm going to, I'm going to shoot this cow in the back of the head. So I get up real close and the cow's laying down. It's a huge cow. It's fat. And, uh, <laughs> And it's, and it's laying down, like, kind of, I guess, you know, on its haunches or whatever. I mean, like, kind of, I guess, if you're laying down, but, like, you know, sitting up. I mean, it's not, like, on its side. It's it's still kind of up. And uh, so I get up behind it, and and I put put 145, like, right in the back of his head. Boom. And then the, a 45? The, I figured it was a 9. No, no, we their uh, Victoria's their main issue is the Glock twenty one forty five cal. Okay, okay. So, so damn, dude, like you didn't even like you didn't say like a pun or anything. What? Like, like something before you killed it. I didn't say anything smart, smart ass. Like, yeah, like what? I guess this cow won't be jumping <laughs> over the moon. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> like, or, like I don't, I don't. I'm sure there's much better puns, but like, yeah. you should have had a one liner before you killed this cow. Yeah. Well. I wish I had killed it, but I didn't. I shot I shot this cow in the back of the head and the rancher kicks it. Like immediately like just kicks it. And the cow goes and like and like and bucks up. And like and you know, it gets on its front two feet, but it's but the, the back foot is like completely just annihilated and there's no kneecap. And it just like like hobbles hobbles like two steps and then falls down again. And I so I so I so I shoot another one again, same same shot, back of the head, and like like the, like the farmer keeps kicking it, and I shoot it like two more times, and it and it it like it's like it's still moving, it's still bucking, and I'm like I'm like like mortified, like I don't know what to do, like I've already done this and now I, like I don't want to keep shooting it, like that's that's like the so it's worst. So been shot five five times and kicked. Yeah. Also, at this point, uh, I think yeah, five. Uh, there were five. There were six total shots. So yeah, it's been shot five times. So I, so I'm like, I can't keep shooting this thing. There's no way I'm gonna. If I unload my full mag into this cow, and it's still alive, like I'm like the worst. I'm, I'll never hear the end of it. I never heard the end of the six shot. But I call the sergeant. And he's like, dude, just get up close and shoot him from ear to eyeball. Like, get right behind his ear and shoot him right toward his eyeball and i guess i was just shooting it wrong i don't know so i did that and boom immediate like boom down so you know i guess i'm just not proficient or not i don't know like is that a would you know how to shoot a cow this is this is definitely this is before google right like this is definitely before you could google how to to fucking assassinate a cow (laughs) yeah i probably had like a like a razor phone or something like that back then you know no no access to the interwebs. I probably had snake on my phone and that's about it. So, so that's, that's probably what your sergeant did. He probably like how to, how to assassinate might, yeah. a cow. Yeah. I, I don't know. Would, would you know, would you, would, would you know how to kill a cow? Like, I mean, I, mean, I would have done what you did and just shoot it in the head. I, I mean, shot it in the, yeah, like I shot it directly in the back of the head, like execution style. And it like just towards its snout. Like, yes. 
I yeah. guess there is a lot of bone. I mean, I wouldn't. I would have thought it would have worked. I would have thought it would have went through its bone anyway. But you you went brainstem like right here, or you, or you uh, did. Well, you did. I don't, I don't know where the where the medulla oblongata of the cow is. I just you <laughs> well, know bra- I don't. brainstem is where the spine. I think I would have shot is, it like, like right between the eyes if yeah. I like I would have I would have lined it up and shot it the other way. This is this well, is exactly this is cow, right where I would have shot it. You're, you're right cold here. as ice, Ryan. You're cold. <laughs> you look at cow eyes. Yeah, <laughs> like that cow thing to do. Those big old cow eyes. <laughs> that cow might have been only paralyzed after I shot him, but <laughs> like, uh, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe I should have. But I mean, I don't know. I f- figured this ran. Like, w- would you if you had your option and you had a? I'm listening to the rancher. I don't think I had. I don't think I had my. I don't think I had my AR at this time. Like, I think this was still. I was pretty young. I, I didn't have my own AR then. I wasn't on the SWAT team yet. That would have been super embarrassing. But uh, I was. Uh, but I, I had I had my forty five and my and a twelve gauge shotgun with buckshot and slug. Like like, what would you use? Would you still go pistol? Yeah, I would have used. 45. I probably would have just used my pistol if I had a forty five. I would have thought the forty five would have done the job. Yeah, but yeah. So so my buddy Aaron, I showed a picture of that. That's what brought it up was that I was going through some old papers and my buddy Aaron like drew up this picture and it said like Zach versus beef and it's just got me and there's like shell casing flying out of my gun and I'm like <laughs> and there's this cow that's saying like the cow's like has a little bubble that says like just give me the damn gun <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'd have been he's, even he's laying on the ground do it already <laughs> it'd have been even funnier if you couldn't kill it and they like had to call a vet out there and the vet was like you idiot it's leg could have been fixed and they just patch it up and it lives <laughs> It's just yeah. got like fucking scars Still on it. Good. Dude, yeah. I'm just like, like I'm legitimately like concerned that there's like no open investigation on like cuz carnies don't just go fucking pop off on cows like there, there's no way there's no way that you could have tied it to the carnies. Like cuz you know it's right there Ben Wilson runs right there. Uh you know, was it Lone Tree or no Delmar or what uh I don't know, that other street Red River or whatever runs right next to there. I don't know, dude. It sounds it sounds like that farmer needed to lose some cows, saw his opportunity. Like he couldn't just go kill two cows and say like they got shot. So he had to pin it on a cop. <laughs> that, I don't know. Yeah, very, I had to write up a fishy. big long report. I had to write up a big long report and I was so stupid, like saying like, Oh yeah, I failed. And after the sick shot uh, <laughs> or whatever. I, yeah, I I caught a lot of I caught a lot of shit for for that i almost wonder like because you said like you used a 45 and it's like do you do you use hollow points or do you use full metal yeah. jacket yeah. use hollow, hollow points point. uh that's yeah. probably so why i just probably i wonder if it was expanding too fast and not getting the penetrating power because there's so much bone so i almost wonder like if you would have had a nine millimeter or like an old 357 revolver like cops used to carry because it has a much more like actual penetration power yeah if that probably that's what I was thinking about the the slug, but I didn't know if it would uh like if I I don't want like I don't want a, like a cow's face to be annihilated or whatever. Yeah, you didn't want to like <laughs> blow it apart. Yeah, <laughs> boom! <laughs> Nobody's eating that shit. <laughs> it's like it's like Evil Dead style. It like just blows a big like fan of blood like splatter mark like ten foot across the field. Just imagine if that ride-along chick that saw the dead body for the first time was with you that day. Oh yeah, that would have been yeah, that would have been. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's messed up. 
I used to love doing ride-alongs. I look forward to kind of doing those again. I, t- I was telling, I was talking about one where I, fi- I took my wife on my on one ride-along ever, and uh, we go into a Crossroads Apartments, and it's like the scummiest, you know, most ghetto apartments. Like there's, there's like, I don't know, there's trash all over the place. There's like, there's no grass, like you know, around them. Like there's yeah. people always outside. You know, I used to be arm, I used to be an armed security guard, and I used to have to uh, go to apartment complexes like that and be like the security for the whole apartment complex. Those are those are so, hundred dollars a week, right? Crossroads. They, yeah, they, you, yeah, you probably pay by the week over there. Yeah, it's by the week. Uh, but uh, but me and my wife walk up to this, and it's like a it's a domestic call, and I used to say like, "Hey, stay. You can get out, but just stay by the car or whatever, and uh, and uh, I'll call you. I'll motion to you or whatever if it's all good." You know, because I want to assess the situation first. And I go up and I talk to them. And the way Crossroads Apartments is, like, there's, like, stairs that kind of go up. Like, like there's stairs that kind of cr- crisscross to the uh, apartments upstairs. And uh, you can walk uh, th- walk straight through, like, a breezeway to each side. So I go to the other side through the breezeway. And by the time I come back to come get her, she's sitting, she's standing there on the porch. And she has a baby in her arm. Like, like <laughs> holding up. Holding somebody's baby, like you don't know what that that baby's probably more diseased than. <laughs> Put that down. You don't know what he has. Yeah, you don't know where that baby's been. Where that baby? That bitch. baby has cl- that baby has chlamydia from these cats. <laughs> let, <laughs> let 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 the let the lizards do their work. Yeah. <laughs> right along's over. You're going home. So wait, wait, wait. Why did she have the baby? Apparently, she was like there and uh, like. She was part of the other involved party. I guess I was talking to one side of the story, not the other. And somehow she was just standing there, and somebody handed her a baby. Like, here, can you hold? Can you help me? Can you hold this baby or whatever? I don't know, but it was weird. Like, I was like, you need to get back in the car, like right now. Like, if you if you're gonna hold some strange baby, who knows what you do? Like, <laughs> this ride along's over. <laughs> you're out of control. <laughs> this is somebody runs by her. Hey, hey, stash this for me. All right, cool. <laughs> I know the cop. We're good. Baby. You didn't get this baby for me. what's it take to go on a ride along like like i kind of i kind of want to go on a ride along with aaron now you'll you'll do a background check uh somewhat like like and it'll just be like they won't they won't do a paid one i don't think i think you'll just do a just do a local but that's it you have to fill out a paper uh there at the pd once you get approved then you're all good and you can request right like you can be like i want yeah this person yeah Yeah, Uh, absolutely I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to ride along with Aaron. That's pretty cool, dude. That's tight. Hell yeah. I like your story, Zach. Your stories always make my day better. Look how much look how much work I got done on this bad boy. Just listen to your story. That's good. I had a... You want to paint my other 4 by 4 Michael? I have another 4 by 4 section here. You can come help me paint. Maybe someday. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna say Zach. So, uh, I was talking to Ryan earlier about this polygraph that I had to take for this job I just took. Oh shit! Have you ever okay. taken a Have you ever taken a polygraph? No, no, absolutely. I've never been in the situation where somebody thought I was lying. You are not the father. <laughs> have you ever? Have you ever got on YouTube and looked up the "You Are Not the Father" compilation videos? 
I've I've, <laughs> I've seen yeah I've seen quite a bit of them to to well, know like what that looks like. Well, there's like compilation videos. Well, there's compilation videos that's just the with him saying you are not the father, and then like the guy's reaction. It's like one of the funniest things ever. They're about eight minutes long, and if you want like to laugh your ass off for a full eight minutes, like find one of those. It was that one that one YouTuber I told you to watch, Zach, and he said you burned through all that dude's videos. One of those videos was him, like, he was the son of one of those guys. It's like, you are not the father. Like, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he <laughs> his dad's, like, four foot nothing, like, straight up Middle Eastern. He's like, yeah. I have something to tell you, son. I have something to tell you. He watches the video, and the video is like, says, like, it's a VHS to tape. <laughs> like, Michael 92. Yeah, it Ryan, it says, like, Michael 92 or whatever. And he's like, what the fuck is this? It's like an old VHS tape. And he's like, I don't know. So they put it in, and it's like a baby ad, like a baby commercial. He's like, were you ever a baby actor? He's like, no. And then it comes on to uh, uh, Mari or whatever, or Jerry Springer. I guess it's Mari that does it. And he's yes. all, he's all, you are not the father. And this dude's like, yeah, I told you that baby Michael ain't me, blah, blah, blah. And it was like his video of like, like his like yeah, he's like that's you he's like that's your mom like her his mom was in the, <laughs> was on the show and then like he's this like six foot two like white dude and he's like this man this like middle eastern guy comes out of like the kitchen and he's like four foot five like dark as shit he's like i have something to tell you i am not your real father <laughs> it's so stupid yeah, I watched, I like, you know, you watch a video and then like there's another video that pops up every, uh, you know, after that one's over. Like I, I, I just watched those for like 20 minutes or whatever, whatever, whatever video came up next. Each they're one all, of those is like all, so dark too, right? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah they're really, uh, they're really dark. <laughs> I like them. I like them. <laughs> like he's, he jerks off that cop. <laughs> he's like. He's like, you're going to fucking jail. And he's like, he's because like, he, he's drinking and driving. He flipped his car, and that cop's like, he's like, hey, he's like, how about a blowjob? He's like, if you give me a blowjob, I'll let you off. He's like, or I can just give you the DWI, bro. And he's like, no, no. He's like, all right, cool. How about a hand job? And like the next scene, he's like jerking off that cop. <laughs> like he's, it's all <laughs> it's all shameful and shit. And then like the cop's all done, and like he goes back to his car. He goes, all right. He goes, let's help you get this car off the road. And like, cause his car's upside down, and the cop walks to the other side of the car, and there's a dead dude underneath the car. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, oh shit, you are fucked. <laughs> oh, I got a great story. This isn't my story; it's my father-in-law's story. But you guys will still love it. Nice. Let's hear it, dude. All right. So, I need to get my father-in-law on the podcast to actually tell it, but. So, and I, I don't, I don't think I've ever told you guys this. So he, he had this old car that he was wanting to restore. It was like a, something from the 1950s. I can't even remember the, the type of car, but it was a convertible. And you know, those how convertibles have like those, uh, plastic windows instead of real windows. And when they get old, they get real foggy and like shitty yeah. and you can't see my through old, them. My old MG used to do that. And like I had an MG. Yeah. So, He's. We'll actually drive this. I'll show you exactly where this happened uh, tomorrow, Zach, or uh, Wednesday, whenever we yeah. go get pizza or whatever. So he's driving on, um, sixty-seven between Martinsville and Mooresville, and it's pouring down rain, just absolutely pouring down rain, and it's dark, and he can't see. 
So he's driving along, and there's a cop that's behind him with its lights on trying to pull him over. But he's, he said he never noticed because he's so focused on looking ahead of him because he can't see because it's raining so hard, and he's not paying attention, and he's in that old convertible, and it's kind of loud, and he can't hear the siren and shit because of the rain, and the window's foggy and whatever. So he's he's driving down the road, so this cop's trying to pull him over, but he doesn't realize it. So this cop gets right up on him, and John, my father-in-law, looks up in the rearview mirror and sees this cop behind him, finally. So he says as he's looking in the rearview mirror and he's processing, oh shit, this cop's trying to pull me over, and he's thinking, I need to pull over. He looks back and in front of him, and there's like a fucking deer that appears like literally right in the road. Like, like right in front of him, there's this fucking deer standing there. So his, in- and suddenly, his instinct, there was a deer. So his instinct is obviously, you know, stomp on the fucking brake. So he locks up the brakes and slams into this deer, like because you know it's all wet. So he's sliding, he slams into this deer, and then the cop rear ends him because he's going at highway speed, like right on this guy to try to get him pulled over. So wow. this cop, this cop rear ends John at highway speed, and they both slide off the highway because the cops pushing him. And they slide over the embankment and down in between, like this. Uh, this it's a two two lane highway, and it's divided by like a grass median. But in this one spot, it's pretty steep, and it goes down. And there's like trees and shit growing up in the middle of the highway. And they slide off this embankment like twelve foot down in this ditch. And John's car hits a tree, and then the cop car like hits back into the back of John's car, and they're sitting there. So John he hit his fucking head on the steering wheel, so he's kind of out of it. And he kind of he says he's like kind of come to like his bells rung. And the next thing he hears is get out of the car, get out of the fucking car. And he turns and the cop has his gun drawn on him because, (laughs) you know, he's caused this accident or whatever. And John's like, okay, okay." So the guy like takes him and drags him out of his car and um, they're arguing and stuff. And John's like, he goes, what'd you do that for? And he goes, what? He goes, he goes, you slammed on your brakes and made me crash into the back of you like what are you doing? You can't do that. And John's like, there was a deer in the road. I was trying to stop for the deer and I didn't know you were behind me. And he's trying to explain this to the cop. So they go back into the, the cop. He puts John in the cop car and he, he tells him, he goes, I'm going to walk up here to the road. Cause they're off this embankment. He goes, I'm going to walk up here on this road. And, and if I don't find a fucking dead deer up there, you're fucked. You're going to jail. Like I'm taking your ass. <laughs> you are like, you're in trouble. Yeah. So, so you got one way trick up. to rape town. So John's sitting in this car thinking, well, I hope I hit that deer hard enough to kill it. You know, like immediately. Like, right. did, like, so this guy goes up the hill and looks in the road, and sure enough, he sees that dead deer is laying in the road. So he comes back down and get, and he lets John out of the back of the cop car and puts him back. He puts him in the front of the cop car because their cars are wet. Like, they're not getting out. Like, the cars are fucked. They're over in this ditch. So John's now sitting in the passenger seat of the cop car, and the cop's sitting next to him, and the cop's still amped up. And he's like still mad at him about the situation. And he's yelling at him, like, like, why did you do this? And John's trying to explain to him what happened. So the cop finally is like, all right, all right. He goes, well, I'm going to have to see your license. And John's like, okay. So he gets his license out and hands it to the cop. And the cop starts doing his thing. And John goes, um, I'm going to have to see your uh, license too. Your and, the cop, <laughs> and the cop's like, what? And starts to get mad. He's like, uh, you rear into me, dude. It's for insurance. <laughs> and the cop's like, Oh, <laughs> like uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so they have to sit there in the car and get all this figured out uh, on what happened. So, yeah, that's funny. That's yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, like one of those, the, yeah, something like that. You just got to eat it, you know, as like a cop. You pretty much got to like, like I, like I've seen, like I know guys that have like, you know, like it happens a lot uh, more than you'd think. Like cops on, on uh, traffic stops, like they don't engage, they don't put their car in park or whatever. And it just bloops. Like usually it's not that strong or whatever, but they just, their cars just roll into the back of people. Happens all the fucking time. <laughs> that fucking blows. I got pulled over for like, uh, one time I was heading home and it was, I was driving my girlfriend's car and I was sitting in the, uh, so I was in the driver's seat and I was like, Zach, you know, Lone Tree and, uh, Laurent, Lone Tree and Laurent, Caddy Quarter to Patty Welder. Yep. And you got that little yep. gas station where everybody buys MD 4040 or whatever. Uh, so anyway, so forty uh, forty, yeah, Mad Dog. Anyway, or Mad Dog twenty twenty. I'm sorry, twenty twenty. Yeah, my <laughs> it's bad. All good. So anyway, so uh, uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, the cops in the turning lane, right? And I'm in the go straight lane, and this cop looks at me like this, like he's like, and he double takes on me. And I'm like, why is he double taking on me? And he's like just sitting there and he's staring me down. He keeps looking down and like looking back up at me and looking down. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like I'm trying to like keep myself straight. And he's supposed to be turning left. And so I go straight and I keep driving. And then he like goes straight and like gets behind us. And I was like, oh fuck, what did I do? Like why why did he double take on me? What's going on? So uh, uh, he pulls up behind me, puts his lights on. And, like, I pull over, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And so he walks up. He's like, he's like, excuse me. He's like, uh, he's like, can I see your license registration? I was like, yeah. I was like, sure. He goes, and also, can you step out of the car? I was like, uh, okay. I was like, why not? So I get out of the car, and he's like, uh, he's like, can you come sit on the hood of my car? Like, the hood on his cop car. I was like, I was like, uh... <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, get a camera out. <laughs> I was like, what did I do? And like, he's not explaining anything to me. Like, he's just like, he's like, hey, just, just hang on. He's like, I got another guy coming. He's like, we're just, you know, just trying to. Were you being a white button down? Were you gonna do redo the white snake video? How funny would that have been? <laughs> no, dude. I was, I was like, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I did, but like, he was like so obviously tense. Like he was like super fucking tense, and I was just like, what's going on here? And so, like this other car comes, and the cops just like, "Hey, just just go ahead and sit on my just just stay sitting on my car, or my hood, and or my uh, <laughs> like on my fender or whatever." And yeah, they that's like perfect. that's perfect, right where you are. They both got their like spotlights on my face, so like I can't like see them or like see what they're doing. I'm like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And they come back out, and the cop has this like this picture, and he's like, "No, it's not you." He's like, "It looks like you." but it's not you. And I'm looking and I'm like, what are y'all talking about? And they're like, oh, you look like some, like at the time I had a, sh- a full Mohawk. Like if you go on my Facebook and you start going like further back in my pictures, I had like the full fledged fucking like shaved side of my head. like just straight up fucking legit as Mohawk. And this dude with a Mohawk robbed a convenience store like at gunpoint. And they had the security pictures of this dude that robbed the convenience store. And like he straight up like blasted this dude like this cash register like this cash dude and I was like oh like this dude who like working at this convenience store 
and uh, they're like, we we thought you were this person, and they're like showing me the pictures, and I'm like, uh, no, it's not me. I was like, that guy don't have a beard or a mustache. And I was like, and this this takes a long time to grow. He's like, yeah. He goes, but it, he's like, you have to admit it does look like you if you didn't have a beard or mustache. I was like, yeah, it does, but it's not. But <laughs> he's like, it doesn't make any sense. It's the laws of nature. Hair, hair takes time. He's like, he's like, we're we're writing down your license plate so we won't pull you over. I was like, I have another car that like. <laughs> he's like, because you really look like this guy. I was like, wow. I was like, this could have ended badly. Like, if I was an asshole or something, like, could have not ended well for me. But that's so weird. That's such a random thing. Like, could you, uh, could you sit on my the hood of my car? That- <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, he was, uh, he was super nice. Just like, like what if now- he just started dancing up on you like a stripper, like a <laughs> stripper cop, just sort of like randomly pulls people over, gives like, them a lap dance, and then drives on? Like, you could not get away with that shit. Like nowadays, I'd be like. I I am not a citizen of the of your laws. <laughs> the sovereign citizen. I'm a sovereign. I'm a sovereign. You ever had to deal with that, Zach? Uh, no. Like, like, not nobody that's smart enough to actually, like, uh, like know the laws or whatever, know their stuff. Like, like people always, you know, you're violating my rights or whatever, but they don't know what the hell they're talking about for the most of the time. But do y'all have to deal with that shit? Like, are y'all trained on, like, sovereign citizens? Like, how does that even fucking work? Uh, you know? It doesn't. It doesn't It doesn't work. So, like, like whenever whenever you call up, like, the DA, they're like, just tase the fuck yeah. out of them, please. <laughs> uh, like, I mean, no, you just, I mean, you, you just, you do your job the same you would with everybody. And as long as you're consistent, like, nobody's just going to say I'm I'm outside the law. Like, you know, we'll handle that in court. For the most part, the DA doesn't. Nobody like. It's not like disrespecting their stuff, but I mean, yeah, like you're you're held to the same standard as everyone else. It doesn't make any sense that you think that you're not. So there's like no but, like like constitutional thing where like somebody like is legit like a sovereign citizen, which like it's like okay, yeah, no, we we cannot. Not that not not that I know of. I haven't seen anything that, that enforces that. Like uh, like lately. Lately, you got to be pretty <coughs> <Killer. burnt. laughs> Oh yeah, and we're off the air. <laughs> and and, and yeah, the, Zach, uh, Zach's elevator shaft is gonna fuck up in the. <laughs> anyway, what are you saying, Zach? Lately, like lately, like with the uh, like open carry laws and stuff like that uh, changing and legislation no like happening over here, it's. Uh, like we kind of had to be, we run through scenarios all the time, and nobody, people still don't know what the, uh, what the right thing to do is in a lot of situations because, you know, you can open carry or you could, you know, you can have license to carry and you can, uh, be, you you can you can have it on school, the grounds, but you can't enter the building. But it leaves a lot of room for gray area because if you have somebody that's walking up to the school, like, do you do you detain them? Do you, uh, you know, and if you had to detain them, like, how would you do that? Like, uh, would you like, I mean, obviously, you know, you know, a few years ago, I would say, you know, you prone them out and you, uh, you know, secure the weapon, you know. But but now, I mean, even if you're going to do that, would you actually put somebody on the ground and secure their weapon just to get them in order to get them checked out. Like, I mean, 
Right. Is, that, yeah, yeah. is that unreasonable? I mean, a lot of people would say that that is unreasonable to do, even though uh, even though that's the safest way to to handle some certain situations. Like, like it's kind of it's kind of a real it puts us in a real bad spot because because you know you, you're not violating their rights, but how do you safely know that the, someone's intentions, or how do you uh, how do you protect yourself, or you know? And then, and then, yes, they do have a right. They're, they're they haven't come, they haven't broken a, a law yet, but you don't know what they're meaning to do. And so, where's that line? And our fucking supervisors are so fuck such fucking pussies that they can't they can't you know they can't write a policy that'll be like that'll protect you. That's you know, like black like, and white, black and white. This is what we told they, them. Well, they like. This is what we support. These are the actions that we support. They say like, oh, well, you know, it's case by case basis, which basically means like we're free to throw you under the bus, you know, whenever. whenever that's that's exactly, media. I mean, we don't obviously where I work, it's not like not anything like a police officer, but they do the same thing where I work, where the middle management guys won't make the call on something because if it fucks up, they don't want it coming back on them. They want to be able to point the finger at the guys above them or the guys below them. Precisely. And uh, yeah, and that that that's a it's a shitty it's a shitty situation. But I mean, well, that's unfortunately like, you know, if you have a job, like you can't just like I'm leaving. I'm glad I'm leaving there because you know I'd like to start working with some professionals again to have like, you know, some backbone, and uh, and stand by the police officers. But I mean, like, like you're what other job do you uh, do you uh, does somebody have to go and and confront these people? Like and 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 without support, and then you got to worry about. First of all, you got to worry about getting shot, and 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 then you have to worry about handling somebody that could shoot you and not get fired because of it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't you, know. You're like you got to worry about getting shot by them and infringing on their like rights yeah. and shit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 take all the shit in between. It's 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 a it's a horrible time to be a police officer. So, uh, so I'm, I'm hoping this, this move is a little bit better for me. Like, uh, because I'd like, I'd like to just have people that support people that are trying to just act on the side of caution, be a little empathetic with somebody that's, that it's their job to approach people like this and handle that situation. You have but, to uh, have a, you have to have a CHL in order to open carry, correct? It, no, it's not a CHL anymore. It's a, it's called a license to carry. Okay. It's called in that. LDC. I think that's what there's, we have here because I think no, you can there's carry. There's no CHL it. anymore. There's no CHL anymore. You have a license to carry, and you can choose to carry. Uh, you know, you can carry open now, or right. you can, or you can you, either you can just you can just carry. So it can be concealed or it can be open carry. But, but uh, that's how but it there's is Indiana. There's different restrictions on both. They have the double out six and the double out seven, uh, thirty out six and thirty out seven uh, laws that can be posted that can determine whether you can conceal carry open carry or not at all. And then, uh, like y'all aren't allowed to challenge that, right? Like you weren't about to be like, like if somebody, if you saw somebody open carrying in the street, you couldn't challenge that if they weren't doing anything wrong. Right. You couldn't be right. like, Hey, do you have a license to carry? Like I, I thought, I thought I've heard like that's an issue yeah, going yeah. on as well. Uh, you, yeah, that, that's part of the, that's part of the gray area because, uh, you know, somebody can be like just that in and of itself is not against the law. However, if they're, if they're a felon 
if they're uh, if they've just committed a crime. Like so, some somewhere, there's got to be a line where it says like, "What are we allowed to investigate into?" Like, you know, it, how do we know that this person isn't a felon, or this person didn't commit a crime, or this person's not? You know, like if you're if you've ever been convicted of a domestic assault, you know, uh, you know, assault against uh, family violence assault, like you can't, you, you know, you can't carry a, uh, a weapon. You I, know, you can I guess my question on that is, don't don't you guys set up like some sobriety checkpoints and shit? I mean, how's that any different than just stopping? Because you're at when you're doing that, you're uh, you know literally just stopping people for no reason just to check yeah, on but, that. So why couldn't you yeah, do that for but, concealed carry? But you're but you're but you're not profiling them. You're stopping everyone along that roadway. You have to. Uh, oh, I get what you're saying. So if if you're just some you, random dude, yeah, you can't you stop like, him. They can say, say like, "I'm, I'm, uh, that guy looks suspicious. I'm going to go stop him." But if you. you treat everyone exactly the same, then it's not it's not profiling and it's not uh, you know showing bias against any particular person. Uh, it's like saying you that there's sir, there's a lot of rules that go into that, and a lot of people use that argument about the uh, about the uh, you know the the checkpoints because people think that checkpoints is in, is is infringing upon somebody's rights it's limiting them for no reason you don't have probable cause ahead of time but that's that there there's actually a little bit of gray area in that and the 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 laws the laws accept it as long as it's done a certain way which includes like which includes like you know you have to stop everyone and treat everyone the same right. i and, guess what uh, i'm saying is is i'm just a normal citizen and this is the first time me and you've ever talked about this um, but I, I have a concealed, you know, well, I have a carry permit here in Indiana. Um, I don't, I guess I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. Like, I mean, I've been through checkpoint, you know, sobriety checkpoints and stuff before. I mean, it, it doesn't, I guess it, what I'm saying is it doesn't bother me. I guess I could see where I feel like some people just, I don't know. They, they look at any type of authority or like that, or they just don't like cops and they look for any excuse they can to make their job hard. Does that make yeah, sense? Oh, yeah, that's 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 one of the bad things too about being a police officer is is not only do you have to deal with these certain situations, but you also have to deal with people that their whole mission, their whole like I'm going to get up today and I'm going to try to you know I'm going to set up cameras and put you know cameras and and microphones on my person and try to just trip somebody up, try to trip some officer up because not only do I like not like you know officers, but I'm you know. I'm going to find some guy that's not, that doesn't know verbatim, you know, the entitled, you know, Texas penal code. And I'm going to get him, you know, I'm, I'm, maybe I'll get him fired because I'll trip him up and, and he'll end up violating my rights or whatever. But, you know, there's no other profession that has people that do shit like that. Just trying to just, just fuck, fuck with you. And, uh, just ruin somebody's fucking life. Yeah. Sorry. Your, your life is gone. Like, because uh, because I'm bored or I want to be internet famous or or whatever and uh, yeah. yeah I mean it does go a little bit both ways like I have a huge problem with the way tickets work and how certain police departments will totally well, well revenue just just yeah just generate revenue for for the, the I mean like the police officer yeah I fucking hate that, that. like I, I mean I, I agree a lot of times you know a lot of that doesn't have doesn't come from that officer that's pulling you over. And, no, and, I, I totally and understand that. Cause like, like Martinsville, the town that I'm in, you very rarely see them have anybody pulled over. And I talked to somebody about that. And they said that because whoever's in charge here in my town has basically said they don't push that at all. 
They just tell the, you know, they tell the officers that you should really only be writing tickets if somebody's actually doing something wrong and it warrants a ticket. Like, don't just, you know, what I mean, they literally have no quota. Don't force that and don't put any pressure well, on well, officers yeah, they're, that they're, have so many tickets. Like uh, I've never, they, like legally they can't. They can't. Have, they, I mean, they they can't have quotas or whatever like that. You know what? Uh, they do encourage more, and and this goes for Victoria as well as other other places. Is is just contacts, making contacts, which I'm which I'm okay with. You know, because you're making actual PC contacts, but there's nothing that says that you have to write them a ticket. But they want they want to make sure that you're active. Uh, well, you know, in the law, you know, in enforcing the traffic laws, your lights are out there because who knows what the flashing lights may be deterring, you know, other crimes as well as uh, as well as, uh, you know, people slow down for flashing lights or whatever, you know, whether right. they're rubber, whether they're rubbernecking or they're actually, you know, want to slow down because they think, you know, that cop's going to immediately pull out on them or whatever. But people knowing that police are out there makes them more conscious about what they're doing. And I mean, I I, I agree with that. Like I've got no problem with that at all. And there and and uh, you know, the more context you made, you know, you may just just being out there and pulling people over because you know to let them know that their brake light is out or you know their 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 lights aren't working or if it's equipment malfunction, you never know. You might get that thing and they open the window and and you know a bunch of you know, weed smoke, you know, comes barreling out or whatever. And then, you know, you, you, you know, you got a, you got a much stronger rest from somebody that may have just, you know, go crash into somebody or kill themselves or whatever, you know, and, and I'm okay right. with that. But I mean, I, I don't think that you can say, Hey, you need to write more tickets. You need to, you know, these, these should all be tickets or whatever, you know, but right. Well, that, I know that there's, there's departments around here that I know, highly encourage that and and incentivize cops writing tickets i've been told that by people that work on the force that you get the the newest equipment the newest cars um you might get promoted faster and you get essentially brownie points gold stars whatever you want to say for writing the most amount of tickets in a month that's very that's very possible but i mean those those things are set by somebody else higher up and right and it's not like it's not because hey I like sticking it to people, which is what the public thinks. Like these officers like right. sticking it. To but people. what I'm saying is because that stuff does exist, it gives all cops a bad name. That's yep. what I'm getting at. Dude, I love well, Victoria cops. <laughs> just just throwing out there, like I love our town cops. Our town cops are badass. Why? I'm just saying, dude. They're like they're like very professional. They're very like they don't bust your ass unless it's necessary. Just gotta talking about good grasp or just everybody. How do you know? You speak for everyone. Like I'm just saying, like our like I like our cops, like our police officers in Victoria. Like I have no DPS will bust your if DPS pulls you over. I told I told uh, Ryan that whenever we were rolling around, I was like, "Is y'all state troopers? Like, will they just like hand you your ass if you, they have to pull you over, like ours do?" Or ours are. It seems like ours like Martinsville cops aren't bad. Uh, Mooresville cops, I mean, I know a lot of the Mooresville guys. I went to high school with about half the fours. Um, it's about half and half. Like, some of them don't buy into, like, the ticket writing shit like I was telling you about, and the other ones, like, really do. Um, the county police, they like to write a lot of fucking tickets. The state troopers around here, they're only going to pull you over if you're legit doing something. Like, you're going to have to be really fucking speeding for them to, you know, fuck with yep. you or doing something really dumb. They're not just going to pull you over for... 
like the Morgan, the the county guys. It seems like will literally like if you're doing eight over or more, you know, you're getting pulled over and they're going to write you a fucking ticket every time. They're not letting anybody off. Yeah, I wouldn't stop anybody for for under ten, unless right. it's a school, unless it's a school zone or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. What about a cell phone in a school zone, Zach? I'm always like. I think it, sham, you guys have cell phone calls? Huh? Yeah. Sham on your ass. Yeah, that's the easy ticket. You buddy. That's the easy stop. I don't. I don't. I don't mind if they're in like a car rider line, like they're just waiting in their car. Like I had to deal with that. And uh, and a lot of times people don't know, but I mean, in Victoria, I would I haven't written any many uh, over here in Houston. I don't think we have a cell phone law in Indiana. I think you can talk on the cell phone in your car. It's it's uh, a two hundred. Yeah, in a, in a, only in a school zone. Cell phone in a school zone. Oh, in okay. an active in an active school zone. Ticket not to exceed two hundred bucks. Okay, that may be the case here. I, I I'm not aware of that. If that is on the books here. Uh yeah, yeah. I always like immediately throw my cell phone. Like it's like, hold on, I'm going to school zone. In my cup holder. Yeah. <laughs> you see that? Is that commercial or, or or not a commercial? I think I saw something where it was like a, a Facebook picture, and this person like made cookies that oh, were in the shape like of cell phones. Phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they could like talk on them, and then when the officer got pulls them over, they just like take a bite out of it. Like what? I can't eat cookies. I can't eat my cookie. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you fucking little cock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what would you do? Stupid. What would you do? What would you do, Zach? Give me that cookie. Ask him for a cookie. <laughs> Give me you a did. cookie. Give me that fucking cookie, piece of shit. Look how far I've it's come along. Looking good, man. It's looking good. Yeah, man. That looks like that looks really good, dude. Jesus. I can't believe you just did that while like right before my eyes. Just gotta hit up this all these little guys with the uh, the wood stain or whatever. Yeah, the minwax. Yeah. The expensive wood that minwax. Uh, so this is going on a two hour show, guys. Zach, I'm like yeah. so glad we had you on because like your stories are great, like all this stuff. Like this is like the perfect kind of episode that like I would want to hear like badass stories and stuff. So. Yeah, I need to like uh, I like I've got a I've got a bunch of shit. I just need to. Uh, I, I, it's hard for me to pick it back up, but stuff pops in my head whenever I, I get like triggered, like I get triggered by certain things, and I'll be like, oh shit. Well, you need to call in and leave those as voicemails. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I do. Apparently, my voicemail does like it doesn't work whenever I call in, so I'll I'll try it again. I feel like in your hungover stupor, you probably just hit hang up. I just kept, I just hung up with talking. my face. <laughs> Yeah, I left a, I left a voicemail, guys, about about uh about my my Christmas gifts and for Ryan to make me a list for them, but apparently it didn't save. It didn't go through. I wanted you to make me a list, Ryan. Hey, did Did you hear the latest Radio Free S fan? Uh, some of it. Did you get to the voicemails? Uh, uh yeah. I don't I don't know. No, because we were talking about the serial killer one. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. I heard. Uh, I got. I, I got to the point where Ryan said, "I like basically like prepping, like saying like I sleep with a gun or whatever." Yeah, he didn't yeah. hear the voicemail though. But I don't think I heard the voicemail. Do you got some. It? Do you want to hear it? You got. You got some of your biggest fans. Your biggest fans. 
Just, oh, yeah. You, I have you, Horace, you did hear it, though. I, I let Horace you hear Tim. it. Yeah, yeah. Wait, where, where were you, we? Were we immediate, on a... Yeah, it was, on the, uh, it was on the Facebook chat. Like, immediately afterwards, you sent the, uh, it puts the oh, lotion. <laughs> Put the lotion yeah. on a fucking bastard. <laughs> I have yeah. Horace Tim says he's listened to that thing, like, 20 times. Like, like over and over. Me. Like, he's, yeah. like, trying to, like, analyze it, I guess. Because he just thinks it's the best thing ever. Yeah, you sent that on our chat. That's where I heard it. Uh, I kind of, I was like, I thought I heard it, but I was like, I haven't. No, I haven't listened to that full episode yet. But yeah, that's right. You sent it in our chat, and I was like, I'd fuck me. <laughs> Would you <laughs> fuck thought, me? Like, I'd fuck me. I saw yeah, like dude. Steve and Jimmy like putting on the lipstick and like. <laughs> Tim, Tim actually Which is listened. Funny because that. Like oh sorry I was gonna say that's funny because that's I was telling Zach that's exactly what I came up with too like on it's like parallel thinking on our episode I said the same shit <laughs> like straight up like Tim said like he even listened to like the radio station he's listening into the background and stuff like that like what the fuck is this dude like <laughs> trying to figure out like what this guy is into profiling him like a uh, Clarice <laughs> like surely surely it's just like a dude fucking with us but like. Good job, dude. Like, I'm sure he's listening right now. Good job, man. Like, you fucking legit nailed it. Like, I let my dad hear that stuff. And he's like, what the fuck? You need to stop this right now. (laughs) My dad's like, you fucking nerds. (laughs) I was was teasing Tim because he... He was so obsessed with it, listened to it so many times. The other thing he's obsessed with is that Conor McGregor knockout of Eddie Alvarez. He, like, watches that stupid gif on loop, like, every day of... Conor McGregor like uh, boxing up Eddie Alvarez. So I told him that I was going to have you, Michael, make a a gif that is just the the visual of the Conor McGregor beating up Eddie Alvarez, but the audio is that phone call, so he can do both at once because he's like <laughs> equally obsessed with both. <laughs> just a video clip. So so let's just say hypothetically, Go ahead. It, it's not like it's not a joke. Like it wasn't, it wasn't done, or there was no, it wasn't scripted at all. Like, did y'all go into like, I'm, re- I'm legitimately scared of this guy, or like, I'm, I'm a bit worried. Nah. Or nah. say anything, say anything that's like, it's like I'll show you guys. <laughs> all my, all well, my public the, stuff. Here's is the like, thing, is, the honest to God's truth, like, I run through drills, like home defense drills, and I make yeah. my wife do it too. What? Okay. Let's talk about this. <laughs> what? This is great. Like, what? What are you talking about? You can't let people know your battle plan, but I do, I go through home defense drills and make my wife do it. Like every once in a while, I'll like come in, like just without telling her. It's almost like a fire drill. I'll go. I'll come in and I'll go. Okay, where's the shotgun? And I'll make her drag it out and show me. I'm like, well, how does it operate? And she'll show me how it operates. And I'm like, if it jammed, how do you clear a jam? You know, like stuff like that. And we'll go through it. And I'm like, where do you position yourself in this room? If you thought somebody was in here, what do you do? How do you react? Like, just ask her questions and drill her on it. What is your what? Is, so, what's your home defense for your wife? Like, your wife would grab a twelve gauge shotgun. Yeah, we got we got a bunch of twelve gauges. They're they're all over the house. Wait, I mean, you've seen my. I mean, you've seen a couple yeah. of my weapons. Like, I have them almost in every closet. Like yeah. different and guns she, I own. For me. And she's and she shot she shot the shotgun yeah. before. Yes. Yep. Okay. And they're they like, all have. Uh, they all have three inch high brass magnum double lot in them, so it's 15, 15 30 caliber pellets. So all it's going to take is one to put somebody down. 
Yeah. Well, we, we've we've had this conversation because my wife is not well. I've I've you know I purchased uh, like vouchers. Like I bought these for for Christmas. I bought her like a like a Ruger LCP 380 with the laser with the laser sight. You know, are the yep. You know, the red dot are the laser built-in laser in the grip, and yep. uh, and she and she's never shot it. I bought her a. A voucher for a uh, was a concealed handgun license at that time, and a like an introduction to firearm safety, because I'm afraid to do it myself because uh, I think she'll shoot me. Like there's probably a good possibility that she'll get frustrated and <laughs> want, to, want to shoot me, and I don't want to leave. I don't want to have to leave that opportunity available. So, uh, so I bought her these classes, and she never went, never went, never, and uh, so was never shot taking this gun. So. Well, so I'm trying to, I was trying to show her some of the other weapons that she could shoot, like ease, easily if if she doesn't, uh, you know, if she's not going to shoot uh, the Ruger. I don't want her to shoot a pistol. I'd rather shoot a long gun uh, because our defense, like basically through my house, I have like this closet that where where uh, where I kept some of the weapons now, and uh, I wasn't sure of what. What what weapon uh, would be best for her if she hasn't shot weapons before? Well, I, I feel like a twelve gauge has got to be the best because you can. It's really point and shoot. You don't even really need sights on it. I mean, you can really point that in a general direction and squeeze one off. Just if you can, that. if and you, you think, can hit and fire you, and it you, out of doorway. And you're and you and you out for buck over something like say birdshot. Well, I have. Well, I feel like double lot. Because each pellet's a thirty caliber, and if you look at the muzzle velocity of it, it's it's like it like each individual pellet almost has the ballistics of a nine millimeter. So it's like unloading an entire clip of nine millimeters all at once in one shot. It's a yeah, I, I I get it, but I mean, like, I don't know if you if you're looking at you know spread damage your house. Like, uh, you well, know, but if, it's, if it means your life, I don't give a fuck about damage and drywall or whatever. And I, I know, but I mean, I, I think that my wife would probably preemptively shoot something and not, and not, not really hit what she's <laughs> aiming at. Dude, I'll tell you guys or, right now. Or what like, if she shot me and I just don't want her to kill me? Well, you know? here's the thing. Like, we've, my wife's went out here because we can shoot right out in my side yard because I live out in the, you know what I mean? We can literally go set up a target and just shoot like within 30 feet of the house if we want to. Um, so, I mean, she's went and we've shot like, just like paper targets with birdshot, you know, and double lot before. And she hits a target literally every time. It's almost impossible not to hit a target. Yeah. Like you figure if you're in your house for you to be able to draw a line of sight from anywhere in your house to somewhere else, you know, without walls blocking, you're talking, it's, it's about an average of seven yards. You know what I mean? Like that's about the yeah. furthest shot you're going to see seven yards. So if you set a paper target up at seven yards, I mean, you can fire it from the shoulder, you can fire it from the hip, you can fire it however, and you're going to hit that target a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> I mean, it's just not, it's so I, easy to point and shoot that thing. I actually traded because the only 12 gauge shotgun I had for a while was that pump was a Mossberg 500A like a like yeah. a and it was, it was a pistol grip pump. It didn't have a yep. shoulder stock, uh, so I traded actually Gunner. I traded Gunner for his like for his full size uh, with the shoulder stock. So yeah, uh, so uh, just just for that for that purpose and for hunting and stuff purposes like the uh, it was really impractical for me to have a pistol grip pump, but. Uh, I was I was thinking 
well, no, nah, I don't even want to have that conversation because because I, <laughs> I was like, well, I was looking at because I also have like a you know a twenty two uh, rifle, like it's like a you know an AR style, but it's like you know one of those got those real real uh, you know small. Uh, it looks like like AR, but it's got but it shoots shoots like holds like twenty five rounds of twenty two twenty two long rifle, and uh, and just like the amount of rounds that you'd be able to put in down down thing without any kickback like i think she could handle that a lot a lot sooner and probably put be more comfortable with it but it wouldn't have any stopping power but well that's my thing about the 12 gauge like i told my wife you really if you get one of those rounds in somebody i mean it's over it doesn't really matter where you hit them they're gonna you know even just hitting them in the arm or forearm they're not they're gonna quit thinking about coming after you at that point yeah i mean it's gonna get ugly so and then, um, yeah, so we, we have a little, we have a, you know, a battle plan drawn up. She knows where to go in the house, you know, where to hole up, where to get the, the best angle where nobody can essentially approach you without you getting a long distance to line up a shot on them, you know, while you're basically barricaded and have your body protected by obstacles in between. Is Kitty good now? Is he is he tearing him up? Turn up your lights. <laughs> Waffles getting it. Yeah, she found those other wires. Yeah, and then yeah, not, then that's the safe. that's the other good thing about like our dogs. Like, um, they you know having dogs is great. I mean, they're pretty sensitive. You know, they're going to hear shit that you won't hear, and they'll start barking. I mean, both of our dogs would hear shit and start barking. Even if we were dead asleep, they would bark and wake us up. Yeah, because we would. we've had it happen before, like in storms, where like a limb will blow off a tree and just hit the outside of the house and spook them, and they'll bark. You know what I mean? And they'll bark, wake up, and start barking. That's good, man. That's good. I run forty five next to my bed. And inside my truck, and both of them have the uh, the rubber bullet. First first rounds rubber bullet. Just you know, I don't, I, I don't like that. I only want one side to the story. I feel like if there's only one side to the story, it's a lot easier to dictate what happened, and there's no uh, there's no misunderstanding. I feel like I'd uh, I'd like um, I, I, I guess I I don't feel like I would shoot somebody over my stuff. Like if somebody like broke into my house and all that, I woke up, I'd see them. I don't think I'd pop them. I'd probably be like, "Hey, get out of my house." Whereas like if there's a rubber bullet, it's like, "Boom, get fucked." Oh, you're still coming? Then you're dead. Like, that's my that's my thinking. If, if like, I'm asleep and someone's in my house, they're fucking dying. I mean, I'm not I'm not asking questions. It's over. If yeah. if you've broken if you've broken the boundary of the house and I'm drawing down on you, it, it's fucking game over for you. It's you or me at that point. That's I'm not asking questions. But... I'm not, I'm yeah. not as cold blooded as, as you. Did I? There's a <laughs> there's a guy I don't that think that, up, that's not cold blooded. That's not cold blooded yeah, at it, all. That's that's, that's you well or them at that the realm. Room. Yeah. So anyway, there's a guy that lives up the road. Um, his name's Bill. I'm not going to say his last name, but he woke up in the middle of the night and there was somebody rummaging through shit and he thought it was his wife, like getting something out of the fridge, like you know, late at night. And he didn't even, it's one of those things he got up and he said he was so sleepy, he didn't really, like, he woke up and thought, and started walking, like, to investigate the sound. He thought, oh, it's probably my wife. And he didn't even think to, like, look to see if his wife was in bed with him. Oh, shit. So he was already, like, he was already, like, halfway down and he's like, well, maybe, maybe, 
you know, I should just look and see if it's her in the bed. And he's like, now nah, I'll just go ahead and walk down here. It's probably my wife or my daughter or whatever. Because he's got a daughter, too. So he f- walks down the stairs and he turns and it's a guy. And he's got, the guy has his daughter's backpack, like her school backpack, and he's putting shit in the backpack. And they end up like face to face, like because it's dark in the house. So he turns the corner and he like runs in like face to face with this guy. <laughs> they're staring at each other. So he panics. He doesn't know what to do. And they're kind of wrestling around like they grab each other. And his wife ends up behind him and she's standing behind him. And she goes, here, Bill, hit him with this. And he just like reaches back like this and feels something. She's handing him a candlestick like fucking clue. <laughs> so he gets this guy with a candlestick right in the fucking head. Like just whacks him with this candlestick. And this guy like drops the bag and runs off. He fucking grabs his head and runs off. <laughs> so he runs out the door. And Bill's like in his fucking robe. He's naked with just a robe and cracked this guy with this candlestick. So he calls the police. And the police... Uh, catch the guy. He didn't make it far. I think maybe even Bill, maybe Bill caught him and held him. I don't remember. But anyway, the police show up and they get the guy and they dig through the backpack and shit. And I guess this guy had broke into like two or three other houses. He was totally fucking drunk. He was wasted drunk and had done this like <laughs> <Getting> hammered drunk. <laughs> hammered drunk and all these houses. So they caught the guy. But I just thought that was so funny that she's like, here, Bill, hit him with this. And he said, without looking, he just sticks his hand back because he's like wrestling with the guy. And he just grabs something, he swings it. And then he realized he hit him, he hit him with a fucking candlestick. <laughs> a, a candlestick is probably like one of the one things that like, man, I would never want to be hit with. Like, Especially like, <laughs> like, a, like a brass like candlestick. Like, like, a, like ornate, a, like a, ornate and shit. Like if you say like lead pipe, okay, I get it. Like a lead pipe. But I mean like a candlestick like with, you know, like like molding like yeah and it's like, pointy you know like squared off on the end oh man so weighted oh oh well, that sucks <laughs> please don't like do that please just shoot bad please just shoot you fucking dick you don't own a gun oh that hurts yeah. so bad <laughs> oh. oh i gotta have an indention <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we and you know we have motion sensored lights on on the outside of the house, and our neighbors are pretty alert. They have all motion sensor lights. And um, Morgan County, the county I live in, has the highest per capita. It has the highest percentage of uh, handgun permits in the entire state. Oh, nice! So, um, I mean, you we very we have little to no like in in at least in our county like you know vi- like violent crime and we're right on the outskirts of indianapolis which has the high so mary marion county which is indianapolis i think has the highest percentage and we have one of the you know we don't we are not even close to that we're like pressed right up against them indianapolis looks like it's 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 a high crime area from the scenes from the scenes that i saw just standing on the corner <laughs> it, it's definitely the highest in the, like there and up in east chicago which is right by gary and hammond and all that shit that's right on the border of chicago that's pretty much like where all the bad shit goes down. Hey Zach, did I ever tell you the home pooper story? The home pooper? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. All right, so I used tell to know this, this guy, right? He came from the UK. And uh, super cool dude. Like, like uh, just nice guy. So anyway, he's sitting there and he's telling me, he's like, he's like, yeah, man, uh, Cause I used to do some badass shit when I was a kid, and I was like, "Okay, like what? Like what did you do?" He's like, mm. "He's like, I'm gonna tell you this." 
like, but you know, telling you in confidence, you know, don't go spread it around or whatever. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no problem. I'll just tell it on my podcast in a few years. Yep. So he used to live in the UK, Gosh. and when he was 16, he during the summer when he was off of school, like during the winter when he was off of school, he would go around and he would scope out houses and find houses where like people left, and he would break into their house, and when they were gone. And he'd shit in their kitchen. In the kitchen? Yeah, he'd plop a load in their kitchen. Like on the floor or like on the stove? On the, on, on the floor. Oh, just that's not the best. And then he'd leave. At and least like, it's not like on the kitchen table or on the, like the stove like or in the microwave or something. And I asked him, I was like, dude, like how many houses did you like shit in? He goes, a lot. I shit in a lot of houses. He's like, I was in so many houses shitting that at one point there was like a newspaper article about like talking about him, like that there was somebody going around shitting in people's houses on their kitchen. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, did they ever catch you? He's like, no, man. He's like, I just stopped doing it one day. And I was like, why? Like, why did you do that? Like, why was that even like, he's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know why I did it. I don't know like why I even thought to do it. He's like, I loved breaking into people's houses. And I didn't want to steal anything, so I would just shit in their kitchen. Wow. That yeah. guy's disturbed. That's that's very really disturbing. It's a great guy, though. Have a great guy. You gotta have a problem. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, sounds like it. Super great Until guy. Until he shits in your kitchen. <laughs> he, You'd be like, told you. <laughs> Bob, what are you doing? thought you said you left that light behind. <laughs> Just can't help it. That's weird. That's weird, man. But it's not so bad, I guess. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, it'd probably take a lot. Jaded, like, I mean, like, it's not, it's not, it's like, you know, criminal mischief in its sense. Like, first of all, burglary is entering a premises without permission with the attention of of committing a felony, assault, or theft. That is the definition of burglary. So if your intention is not to commit a felony, assault, or theft, then it's not a burglary, okay? It's it's merely criminal trespass. But if this person just... It, it, like, if I woke up and I found some shit on my <laughs> floor, I'm not exactly sure I'd call the police. Like, it would probably take a whole lot for me to call the police. I, I mean, especially if I didn't. I guess if I didn't own any pets, like, uh, I, like you have to know that that's this is human shit. Like, this is not. <laughs> this is not. There's no way some kind of animal got in here and shat on my kitchen floor. It's got like you have to be positive that this is a human shit. And then it's like, why? Like, I don't know. It's so weird. Who did you piss that's off, honey? Of Who did you piss off? Yeah, right? Are they is somebody trying to send a message? Is this something is there some some kind of hidden meaning? Like I would have to question so much about like what is what is this is is this a gateway crime? Is this gonna get worse? Is Why is there so many sesame worse? seeds inside the shit? <laughs> like, like you're analyzing right. everything. <laughs> I, I got I got one for you guys. You guys will love this story. So I had these two friends, Steve and Sean, and they went to uh University of Indianapolis downtown. One one worked there. And the other guy was uh, like a, uh, they both actually worked there. They were students and worked there at the same time. So uh, one of them's got uh, a drinking problem and still does to this day. So 
one morning, Sean wakes up and comes out of his room, and Steve is passed out in the middle of the living room floor, and he's totally naked, except for he has a garbage bag on, like he's made a garbage bag into a poncho. But he's totally naked under that, and he's passed out face down, and the garbage bag is rolled up where his ass is sticking out. <laughs> so that's so they know he's naked. Like there's no, there's no. He might be wearing underwear. No, he's fucking. He's no, no, no. He's naked, naked under this trash yeah. bag. I got you. So Sean wakes him up because this is like he's in the middle of the house. Like they don't know what happened. So he wakes Steve up, and he's like, "What, huh?" And they get to talking, and they can't find. They don't know where his clothes are or his wallet is, and they can't figure out what happened so they start at like he starts like asking steve and steve starts remembering shit and they go outside because it had just snowed it was fucking cold and there was snow everywhere um so basically this is what they 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 figured out what happened so there's a local bar that's fairly close it's it's like a about a mile away and he got totally trashed at this bar and then decided to walk home because you know he doesn't want to drive so he's walking home, so he gets to the house and just opens the door. It's unlocked. So he gets in the house and he strips off his clothes naked because he was hot. Because uh, he's walking in a bunch of heavy winter clothes. And even though it's cold outside, you know, you get hot and you get sweaty. So he gets in the house and strips off his clothes and falls asleep on the couch. So he wakes up like three or four hours later and he's sober enough, to, but he's still kind of drunk. And he realizes he's not in his house. He's in a stranger's house. So he's just walked into somebody's house that he thought was his and passed out naked on the couch. And stole a trash bag. <laughs> no, no, no. So he's naked. So he wakes up drunk, still kind of half drunk and panics because he's in this stranger's house and he kind of realizes what he's done. So because he fucking panics, but he's half drunk, he leaves, <laughs> but leaves his clothes behind. Just leaves his clothes on a heap on the floor. So he goes out the door and... You know, instinct and like panic and lock in. So he locks the door behind him and gets outside. So now he's on the porch naked in the and then realizes he doesn't have his clothes. So he goes to open the door and he realizes he's locked the door. So he can't get back in. And he doesn't want to beat on this person's door naked like, hey, I was in your house. explain to them what happened. So he goes down. And at least he was smart enough. To, he goes down to the, the street and it was trash day and the person had their trash out. So he empties their fucking trash can out on the sidewalk and steals the garbage can out, garbage bag out, and punches a hole for his head and arms and makes like a garbage bag poncho out of it so he's not walking the streets naked, and then makes it home and then passes out the floor of his own house naked in the garbage bag. Wow. So like, <laughs> whenever those people like got his pants, found his wallet, found his like ID and shit, like what? They what? never called. He never did. Because that's the funny thing. The next day, Sean told him, he was like, look, man, you know, for one, these people could call the police because they have your shit, you know, and you're going to get in trouble anyway. So he says, let's because there's they tried to retrace his tracks in the snow to find the house because they were just going <laughs> to knock on the door and explain what happened. You know, just be like, look, my buddy got <laughs> fucked up. This is what happened. Nobody was in danger. We apologize. Here's a hundred. You know, can he have his wallet? Shit back. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? Just, like, set shit straight. Because nobody got hurt. He wasn't trying to hurt anybody. You know what I mean? It was just a fucked up situation. So they couldn't <laughs> frankly, find it. Frankly, that this was... should just be a test for how unprepared y'all are for burglars. <laughs> like, if anything. like So, so here's welcome. the other funny thing. They're trying to retrace his steps in the snow, and he's, like, walked all over the fucking neighborhood. It was like, dude, how many houses did you go to? They never could 
they never did find the house, and whoever he fucking did this to, um, they never did call or turn in the wallet. So they just found like a heap of clothes on their floor with a fucking wallet in it, and probably never did figure out what happened. Probably some old couple. They probably watched it and everything. Jimmy, you left your pants on the floor again. <laughs> They're in the washer. Mom, these aren't my pants. So, and here's another funny. Zach will get this one because he. This is a pretty funny story. I have a friend, Pat. He got so fucking drunk and he took a taxi home, like he did the right thing, you know, didn't drive drunk. But he got home and he was at his apartment and he's so drunk he can't get his key in the lock and it's cold outside. And he's like fucking stumbling around and he can't get the key in the lock. And he said he fought with it for like 10 minutes. And in his mind, he thought he was going to freeze to death. It was emergency. So he called 911 because he couldn't get the key in the lock. <laughs> so he's on 911 saying, I can't get in. It's an emergency. I'm going to die. I'm going to freeze to death. I'm going to die. And he's drunk as shit. <laughs> and he can't get the key in the lock. So he said, these two fucking cops roll up. It's one car with two cops in it. And they show up. And they're, like, giving him a hard time because he's drunk as shit out there. And he's like, I can't get in. It's an emergency, man. Thanks for your help. And he said the cops are, like, fucking with him or whatever. And they said, finally, one of the cops, like, go, go here, give me that. And took his fucking keys <laughs> and let him in. <laughs> and they, like, walked him in and, like, pushed him down on his couch. And just, like, threw his keys on him and walked out. <laughs> Drank a few of his beers while they were there. <laughs> fucking, like... <laughs> <laughs> but how fucked up do you have to be to like it's an emergency to, in call, your head the to call the police to let you in your house because you're so drunk you can't get the key in the lock? <laughs> I don't know. It's all the times, man. So it's do you ha- good... did you ever have any goofy stories like that? Just like With drunks drunk? doing funny shit. Oh, all the time. Uh, let's see. Uh, well. <laughs> I got a story of mine, like over in Summerstone Apartments. I was like, I was, uh, we're drinking at a buddy of mine, uh, Patrick Hayden. Uh, I was at his house. His, he had an apartment over there, and uh, somehow I just, uh, like, I don't know. I was, I was older. I, like, I had, I had my own place, but I, I just passed out over there. And then somehow in my mind, like, well, like we were boozing, we were drinking Jameson and uh, Jaeger and all kinds of shit. And uh, it'd been a while since I drank, so uh, like I got real fucked up. And uh, I remember getting up, and I walk over to this plant, and uh, and I start, and I just start taking a leak in it. And, and 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 my buddy's like, Zach, what are you doing? And I'm like pissing on his table, like it's like, like in my <laughs> mind, in my mind, it was like a it was like a plant, but uh, like it just it was circular, but it was like a. It was like a, I guess, kind of like a ottoman, but he, but he made it out of like a, like the top was a, was a, a, a dartboard, like it, like and it had a bunch of like knives and like, like Chinese stars or whatever like stuck in it, but it was like a dartboard, and I just like walked up, walked up to it like it was some kind of potted plant, and just started pissing on it in the middle of his living room, and like he was like, what do you do? And I was like, oh my god, like so, like I was so embarrassed. It was so stupid, like because I, it's like the one time I didn't stay at my house, I stayed at somebody else's house, and I like pissed basically in their living room, and uh, I bought him a new, I bought him a new dartboard, and a uh, and a bottle of like, uh, like a, uh, a bottle of Jameson, like eighteen year or something like that. It was <laughs> like I felt, I felt so bad. Well, I know that after I tell the story, it's not going to be a shocker as to why the uh, divorce actually happened. But right before my parents got divorced, 
Um, I remember they got in a big blow up fight because my dad got super fucking drunk one night and their bedroom was set up to where their bed was in one corner and in uh, each of the other corners there was a door to get into the bedroom and the other corner was a door to their closet and then the other corner was the door to the bathroom attached to the bedroom and my dad got confused because he was drunk and he opened the closet door and pissed right into one of my mom's purses. Was Her purse was in the closet. He just filled her old purse with piss. <laughs> I love it. I love it when you get to that stage drunk where like you just don't give a fuck. Like, he, like at one point he's like, oh, that's a purse. Oh, well, fuck it. Fuck it. I just buy a new purse. <laughs> so I remember that fight. I remember that one well. That was, uh, that was an ugly day to live in that house. I pissed off my balcony one time whenever I was uh, super drunk at the Arlington and it was into somebody's backyard, like their little patio thing. And they were outside yeah. smoking while I was doing it, and I didn't realize it. And so, like, <laughs> the lady like does this and like looks up, at me, like, looks up, looks up at me. And so I see Aww. her, and I just like start leaning back so she can't see me. Like, I'm hoping, <laughs> like, I'm hoping I can just like meld. Like, it's, nobody's up here pissing onto your plants. And she's like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> sorry." <laughs> like, I, I told you about. I told you the one about the guy I know that shit off the railroad bridge, didn't I? No. You know how like you'll have railroad bridge bridges that go over a river and it's just like two I-beams that are sitting on like concrete posts coming out of the river and then the they ra- run the rails on there and then you got the ties so like if you walk out on it you can see right through the bridge like you can see between the ties like standby you, Yeah. Okay. So they walked out into the middle of one of these in the river right by the power plant. This guy actually worked at the power plant and was after work. They went out there and they were fishing off the railroad bridge like they you go you go out in the middle of it and then you crawl down over the bridge onto the top of the concrete like big riser that comes out of the water and it, it's yeah. a real big flat area and you can fish off of it so they were out there fishing and this guy has ibs real bad irritable bowel syndrome so he, <laughs> he always jokes that he's got 12 steps and on the 13th step he's shitting his pants if he's got to go no matter where he's at <laughs> i've got tw- so, i'm down to four somebody get a bucket <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're out in the middle of this bridge, and he's got a shit bad. So he climbs up this fucking concrete riser onto the top of this bridge, and he's like in panic mode. And he, he's looking down each side of the bridge, and this is a long bridge. He knows he's not making it to either end of it. So he walks down, and where there, there's like, because you got the bridge and it's flat, and then you got it's almost like a suspension bridge. So you got a part that goes higher than the actual track, you know, like an I beam. So he just drops his pants around his ankles. And, like, steps out on the outside of the bridge, and he, like, grabs the I-beam like this, and then slides down where he's, like, squatting, hanging off the side of the bridge, like, hanging onto the I-beam <laughs> with his feet flat and this. And he's shitting, and he says it's pure diarrhea. And it's coming out of his ass. It says it's coming out of his ass like a rainbow rooster tail. Like, <laughs> straight up on this bridge. So he says he starts shitting, and he turns around, and he's looking like this. Because he hears something, and there's a family canoeing <laughs> around, the, around the fucking river. So he's got bare ass shitting a giant rooster tail of shit, and it's a man, a wife, and two kids in a canoe, and they're like fucking paddling. Like, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say like double decker bus or something. Like <laughs> 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 Turn around, honey. Yeah. Oh, shit. So this same guy. <laughs> exact same dude a different day at work he had had an accident and shit his pants at work 
And like I said, this was a known thing. Like he's like they just joke about. You know what I mean? Like we knew he actually had a problem. Like a hell. You know what I mean? It wasn't like we were gonna make fun of him. Like a normal guy for shit in his pants. And he's like a funny guy. Like he's real self-deprecating and funny, real witty. So he would just like joke about it, just like you did. So it wasn't like a big deal. You couldn't really tease him about it too much. So he shit his pants one day at work a little bit. So he just cut his underwear off with his pocket knife, like just cut the fucking waistband and threw him away. And he kept extra <laughs> underwear in his locker because it would happen every once in a while. What? So he put on fresh underwear and he, and he just threw the old underwear with, sh- you know, a little bit of shit at him in the trash can. So one of these sick fucks that I work with puts on these giant green rubber dish gloves, right? So he's got these gloves on and he digs around in the trash and he <laughs> fishes these fucking shitty underwear back out. And he takes a uh, a hole punch, you know, like a, a paper hole punch. You can punch holes for like a three-wing binder or whatever. And he punches three holes in the elastic band of the underwear, like, you know, around it, like one here, like a triangle. And then he takes a fucking piece of nylon rope and un- unwinds it. Because, you know, like rope, it's like usually made in three sections. Like you can unwind it and it'll be individual strands. And <laughs> so he takes this a 10 foot or 10 or 15 foot piece of rope and no. unwinds it. No. And and ties it through the fucking uh, holes that he's punched, and then takes the other end and ties it up around the differential of his jeep, and then like tucks it up under the jeep where we, you wouldn't see it like walking out to it. So at lunchtime, Steve, the guy who it's it's his underwear, he goes and gets in the jeep to drive to town to get lunch. So as soon as he starts down the road, this fucking thing inflates like a drag chute. <laughs> but it's underwear with a big fucking clump of shit in the crotch of it. And he's, dri- he's driving down the road with this like drag chute made of shit, like flapping in the wind behind the fucking <laughs> this Jeep. And he says he's driving through town and everybody's like honking and waving at him. And he said he, he was like, man, this is nice. I feel like I'm the mayor. And he's like fucking, you know, waving back and shit, like laughing, like, hey, like, I don't know why everybody's laughing. Like, maybe I look good today. Like, can't figure it out. So he gets into fucking town to the, the deli here in town. It's called the City Deli. It's not there anymore. It's like a sandwich shop. And he gets out and he sees that fucking yellow rope, like, land behind the Jeep. Like, he's like, what the fuck? And he walks around there and he, like, falls that rope back and sees them shitty underwear <laughs> tied to his Jeep laying in the road. And he's like, oh, no. He figured out what happened. Holy <laughs> so shit, walks- dude. Like, what the? F- that is, like, diabolical. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's so pre- premeditated it's not just like like oh i'm just gonna mess with them today like he'd probably been planning that for, for like weeks like dude that's like punch. i gotta take my three hole punch to work today because you know that's like jim jim from the office level prank like that's fucking nuts <laughs> yeah. dude like so he he just walked around and took his pocket knife and cut the fucking rope and left the shitty underwear in the road there by the deli in town and drove back to work nobody <laughs> blames him Nobody blames him. Uh, fucking stupid. There's been some other pretty good uh, pranks at work. There's a guy that's like a real clean freak. Like he has to clean everything to like a really high degree. And, it, you know, it's a power plant, so it gets pretty fucking dirty all the time. So it's like he like took it to the next level where it would get on people's nerves. Like he was all worried about whatever. So he always had these boxes. Do you know like what floor sweeping compound is? It looks like like ground up sawdust or whatever. And you put it, you put it down in a real dusty area, and it's like almost like wet sawdust in a like a fifty pound box. And then when you sweep it, it like collects the dust as you sweep, so it doesn't like stir up all the dust. You, have yeah. you guys ever used anything like that? 
No, that sounds like the stuff you put on throw up, though. Yeah, it's similar. So this is like green. It's like green in color, but it's it's like sawdust, and it's got a little bit of a of moisture to it to like collect dust as you sweep. It's called sweeping compound. So one of the guys to fuck with him went up there, and it's in like a a box that's about two and a half feet tall, and it's like probably ten by ten or twelve by twelve, and it's got a plastic bag in it that has all the sweep compound in it, and then they put that in a cardboard box. So the guy went up there to be a dick, and he shit into the box of sweeping compound, and then like shook it around uh-huh. where the it like <laughs> so like, like like clumped so, up like like clumped up like the like you know litter, the log like, like the log like settled down in there and had like the stuff stuck to it where you couldn't tell it was in there and left it. <laughs> so the, <laughs> the guy the next day went up there like whenever he went up there to sweep the floor next, you know, you reach your hand and you're grabbing the sweeping compound, oh, you're throwing it out. No. <laughs> he reaches in. And Bill something pulls it out, and he's looking at it, and he can't figure like it's a turd, but it's covered in this fucking sweeping compound where it's like stuck to it. He said it looked like a green zagnut. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is this? What the? He's, he's fucking staring at this turd in his hand, and he can't figure out. It like took him like five seconds to realize what the fuck he's looking at, and he's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like throws it. Was there a bunch of people like? Like, wait oh, no, for nobody, do it? nobody was up there with him because you're you're in the trip room <laughs> on your own. So he comes down because you can't leave the room because there's this. The whole reason you're up there is this big fucking machine's running, and it's filling these hoppers of coal. It's called the tripper, and so you're up there alone just watching this machine run. And then at lunchtime, when you get a break, you turn it off and you come down and you're you like everybody else that works in that department's downstairs. And um, so, so when you and the turd, <laughs> yeah. So when he comes. <laughs> When he came down from work from lunch, uh, down there he st- like started throwing it like which one of you motherfuckers? You know, like it was just funny, man. Somebody shit in that sweeping compound. it's uh, fucking nuts. So there's dude. been some pretty good practical practical jokes where I work. There's been some other pretty good ones too. Uh, I don't know. Well anyway, guys, it's getting late over here and I got work in the morning. Yeah, like I got work in the afternoon. I got to get up halfway early because me and uh, Zach are going to go to lunch, and then I got to go to work. I don't have shit to do for like the next couple weeks, so good. (laughs) So we got to call this one, guys. Hopefully, for all you listeners out there, you got some kicks out of the stories and stuff like that. And uh, periodically, as we get more people and convince them to come on the show, we'll we'll do some more. Break in case of emergency. Break break the glass episodes. So, oh, man. Thanks for thanks for having me, guys. I had fun. I had fun. Kill some time. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, man. It's uh, been fun, guys. If you're just like honestly, like I really don't know if we should plug anything because like I feel like this isn't meant for like people that are just like jumping in. Like if you made it this far and you jumped in, hey, go check us out on our Facebook page, uh, Radio Free East Van on our Facebook. Uh, you can go to rfi30k.com and it'll lead you right to us. Uh, Zach actually is probably like one of the main people on the Wednesday webcast for warhammer30k.com. Yeah, it's more it's more like it's more like this speed, like a lot more uh, like more bu- bullshit and stories and, and and stuff. So I mean, we we throw we throw 30k content when we can in, but we go off on so many random tangents. But uh, but yeah, check us out on Wednesdays at warhammer30k.com. So, Word. sounds good to me, guys. I'm going to go ahead and 
close this one out, probably throw it to some music and uh, we'll go from there. Appreciate you guys being on. Uh, see you guys. Bye. Suck it. Thank <laughs> you.